Hello, welcome to Waiting for Game, podcast presented by Melee Stats. I am your host, Give Me That Wheat, and I think we have a fun episode to talk about this week. After uh, after a little bit of a break, I am happy to get back to talking to some of my best friends in the scene from all over the eastern seaboard of the United States. We're swapping out one Bostonian for another today, and uh, in the place of Edwin Budding, we have the wonderful Ambie Sinister coming off of a two-month break from waiting for a game. It's been a while. Ambie, what is going on? Yeah, I've been moving and busy for various reasons, but I I have my own like little office now, so I'm more able to do these. So you'll probably be seeing my ugly mug a little bit more often on the show if you're a regular watcher. I think people are going to be <laughs> so excited about that. That sounds awesome. We got to get you some, like, you know when you watch, um, like, sports shows and they have, like, really dumb stuff in the background of all their houses? <laughs> we have to get you, like, a signed football, whatever the equivalent for Melee is. Just, like, steal Mango's Evo trophy and just have it in the background. Well, it's never, like, the, you know, the goat that steals, like, the game-winning, like, Super Bowl-winning uh, touchdown football. It's always just, like, some random very good person. So you'll have, like... A frame one signed by Fat Goku or something. There's <laughs> <laughs> like something to knock us that doesn't make sense. But we'll we'll figure that out, obviously. And then yeah, hailing from uh hailing from up north for me. Uh we have the faded uh crossover event that was supposed to happen a little while ago. Uh Patty, we'll we'll get into this. Um, but you have the the Alston Melee slash melee stats crossover. Unfortunately, a little doomed. Yes, some wires were crossed here and there, but we were finally able to get it happen. Uh, Patty, what is going on? Wheat, you have introed me, so that means I can finally talk. I appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, not much. Yes, it has finally happened. Alston Melee, X Melee stats. You know, it's like it's like we've been on the cusp so so constantly, and today those borders have finally been crossed. Two ships I was. In the night. I was literally on the Alston Melee couch one night. <laughs> That's true. The faded episode that never that never was. Uh, yeah, that was that was a very fun time to to shed some light into this. Uh, I, I, I for whatever freaks out there who follow the show, uh, they, they might remember there was a tweet that said that I was going to be on your show, and that obviously never came to pass. Yeah, we we had to go to Boston for something. Uh, we we had to <laughs> the melee melee stats had an expedition to Boston. And I took a, a day early trip and I was like, dude, this is going to be so sick. I'm going to be on Austin Mayland. I'm going to get to see my friends. And I get there and it's, and it's like, Patty's like, okay, I'm super sick. Like <laughs> Michael's not here. I don't know what Ryan's doing. <laughs> Ted's in the house though. <laughs> just stuff happened immediately. And it, just it was did amazing. Not come together. Yeah. But did a- you, did you, did you sit in the, the sunken seat? I sat in both. I, I was on the Ramones couch. I was on the sunken. I was in the sunken place. Mm-hmm. Um, I I heard there was some going like back and forth as to to which one is better to sleep on. There's some debate, uh, and debate. I do have my ideas on that. That okay. I will I will keep to myself. I think I'll, I'll, I'll save them for the the perfect opportunity. Which one um, did you sleep on? Is all I want to know. I spent time on both. Okay. All so right. I like. All right. I definitely have like a leg to stand on here in this debate so what i'm going for here is is, is waka flocka has slept on the uh the ramones couch and it's past life when it lived on the uh the adidas where i don't know somewhere 
some shoe place. Uh, and Waka Flocka slept on that couch, and we were like, yeah, we want the couch. <laughs> Did you have to pay for it, or was it, like, free with pickup? Oh, free. Oh, that thing is okay. falling apart. I was going to say, dude, you might have gotten duped. That's the oldest trick in the book. Waka Flocka slept here. <laughs> <laughs> There's literally a seat called the sunken seat that I mentioned previously, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, favorite. uh... It, it was fun. It was a, I, I, my name's on the little whiteboard in the Austin Melee house, wow. and uh, and Ted asked me. <laughs> he said, "So Edwin makes all the videos, right?" <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> Amby, do you want to clear that up? <laughs> in in, in a, yeah, a what's your opinion answer? on that? <laughs> <laughs> what, what do I even say, dude? He does not make all the videos. <laughs> That is the sure? official Millie stats stance is that more than one of us makes the videos. <laughs> Dude, I I love this idea. It gets to his head so much, Edwin's head, that like he has so much power because people will just like they'll they'll talk about the top 100 and they'll be like of course Mango's number 1. Uh Edwin made it, so he of course rigged it. <laughs> it's like He's like he's not that powerful, dude. He's got limits. Uh, but of course, you know, we're, we're having fun here. We're talking about uh, Edwin Budding, someone who, uh, you know, he is someone who has been involved in a week, 10 day long effort. Uh, just this jam packed blitzkrieg of content and, and brainstorming sessions that is uh, leading to Genesis. Patty, do you want to do you want to run me by what kind of happened uh, to get to Genesis? Obviously. Genesis, uh, we did not do an episode on this, but I'm sure as everyone in the community knows, Genesis is not currently happening this pe- this this coming weekend. Uh, they did postpone, something that we have not seen from basically any tournament of this size. Um, so they postponed, and obviously there's there's kind of an empty weekend. So do you want to explain kind of where, where the uh, idea for Genesis came from? Yeah, I mean, there's obviously a ton of pieces that will get missed in the, uh, in the great building that was this thing. Um, but essentially, you know, Bobak came to me and was like, hey, this thing's not happening. And I was like, oh, shit, this thing's not happening. Or it was being postponed. I shouldn't say not happening. Um, April be, 15th through 17th yeah, in exactly. San Jose, California. You can still register and you can still support them that way. Um, but I was essentially like, uh, do you want me to help with fundraiser stuff just immediately? And he was like, I didn't really thought about it like that much, but I like, you know, gave some quick opinions. Um, and then he was like, okay, so basically I'm going to go decompress for about three days and I will not look at this discord. And I was like, understandable. Have, you know, have a, have a nice weekend. Um, so I don't know, just like collaborating with the five days of melee people, just like immediately trying to get something going. Um, and just to, just trying to fill the role that was good old paper fairy and Matt.zeb. And uh, using their past documents to the to the best I can, uh, yeah. So the so the blood of of GVS and uh, and Shine run through me as uh, as I helped run this tournament or whatever you can call this <laughs> <laughs> multimedia event. Exactly. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so this is the team. I mean, it's it's hard to to call this one to one. Uh, but it's basically a lot of the same people who worked on five Dom, five days of melee uh, are at the helm of this. And yeah, I mean, I don't know. I was lucky enough to be involved with this 
and uh, I don't think I ruined it, <laughs> which is which is always a good feeling. I feel um, like you killed it. We'll see. I we <laughs> I don't think everything's locked in yet. Do but, you want to uh, talk about what you did for this event? Well, let's let's talk about what this event is. Um, okay, fair. So obviously, <laughs> it's this kind of nebulous thing because we don't even really know how to refer to it. Um, yeah. So, so what Genesis is, I, I guess like in its simplest terms is a fundraising stream. Uh, I don't, it's, it's like kind of a tournament. It's kind of a charity event. It's this kind of like weird, uh, amalgamation of a bunch of different things. And I think it's going to end up being pretty cool when it's all said and done. But this is something that is, uh, like collaborating. Is that, is that a legal word that I can use? Is that, uh, you're allowed moves it flies. Will not? It flies. Okay. Uh, I will not get sued for the mogul by the mogul moves LLC for saying, yeah, it's it's in collaboration with LACS four, uh, biggest net play tournament we've seen. <laughs> uh, I think they're trying to call it like the second biggest melee uh, tournament of all time. Which, that's, hey, that's some branding for sure. Hey, well, hey, hey why not? Live. Yeah, just like I was on Twitter the other day and I saw Contra um, talk about like. Whether or not DQ should be counted when you talk about stuff like that, it's like a very vested interest. <laughs> when you know you're running a tournament with that has like sixty percent lud children, <laughs> like who have not used Slippy before. Uh, no, but but LACS four is coming up. It's going to be this this pretty crazy event. Obviously, we're going to be able to talk about it later um, later in the show. And Genesis is kind of this lead up to it. This this like ramp to this event uh and and during this event Mm -hmm. and it just has a bunch of different things it's it's not as varied as five dom i think five doms like whole thing was content celebrating um the the melee scene and i think that genesis is a similar thing it definitely has a lot of the same content um but it's more focused on like exhibition matches and kind of like trying to tell the, like the story of uh, Genesis through through sets, you know, uh, going through Genesis history, going through the history of NorCal uh, as much as possible, <laughs> uh, and I, I think we're gonna we're gonna see some pretty cool stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think I think Five Days of Melee kind of silently created a model for a stream that can happen in Melee, and I think that mm-hmm. was really cool. Um, just this idea that like you can run a stream and it's not necessarily a tournament. Sure, there could be a tournament. There could be multiple tournaments. Um, but just like this idea of like you know there could be melee content. There could be there can be all these things and sort of like a celebration of melee. And I think I think that was really cool. Uh, I ran this you know super swag event called the Austin Melee Bender that I was <laughs> very proud of. That kind of mimicked that format, but not necessarily um for the same cause as five days of melee was was a strictly charity event um but you know running trying to raise some money for a new computer and stuff like that and turned out to be a uh, a lot bigger event than we even initially imagined but um the think pads are gone the think pads are gone dude it's it's, it's a different era unfortunately that and we got editor dude we got an editor yeah dude, we got, TK we got... out in australia bro he he, he cuts it up Dude, we have an intern. It's not the same anymore. We've all gone what Hollywood. What happened to us, Weep? Do you know who, who really is, uh, you know, continuing this for the scene? It's Cypher. Mm-hmm. It's True. Uh, bottom of the Smash Mountain. True. That that dude, he's the only one who's not gone to Hollywood. He's not sold out yet. 
What I heard, Ed, Edwin. Dude, look at Abby's phrase. new house. <laughs> the Nine house off dollars. of content. Yeah. Yeah. Abby, no, what you I have heard. A basement, don't you? I do have a basement. It's basement. <laughs> I don't think anyone, anyone who makes Smash content is not able to have a basement. It's not, they're not allowed. You get once you get a basement, you get too rich. Oh no! <laughs> it's like too the idea rich. that that uh, once top players get too good, they should be banned from the scene. <laughs> it's the same idea. Once you hit twenty thousand YouTube subscribers or whatever, it's just like <laughs> exactly that's the number. That's the number where everything changes. <laughs> uh, but Patty, I cut you off by talking about Abby's basement. What's uh? What, what were you about to say? I was gonna talk. I'm gonna shit talk Edwin to be completely honest, so we can move on. Um, uh, oh my god, no! I, 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 like we could not go past that. <laughs> we, we okay, fine. Uh, I was gonna say when I heard that Edwin say the words, uh, "Oh, I'll let my my intern handle this." You know, <laughs> I was like, "Look how much everything's changed." Like we should just stop here. Yeah, he he loves to refer to our intern as our intern. <laughs> <laughs> Like even, uh, even to us who who know the, our intern, <laughs> it's like not necessary. It like almost feels like a running gag more than anything else. Like it's not at all a joke, especially when Anok refers to him as as the intern. But it just <laughs> referring to him as the intern is so funny to me for some reason. Yeah, I mean he does have to you know get our coffee and everything like that, <laughs> and, uh... buy you tacos or whatever. He did buy me Del Taco, yeah. Uh, so that <laughs> there's, hey, there's perks that, that come with having an intern. What can I say? Uh, no, I, yeah, I don't know how we got on this. We're we're not. Uh, we we got too big for our britches here. We, we're being we no self-indulgent. We we have Genesis to save. Exactly, exactly. We we have given up ourselves, our own brands. We have become out of touch with who we once were. <laughs> And and now we are are trying to save a bigger, better brand, which is Genesis. Um, I I am looking forward to what we're about to put on. Uh, like, yeah, what what else needs to be said about this? Because this is something that I don't know. I don't want to know if we need to get into the nitty gritty, but this is something that kind of like Five Days of Melee has been put together on like a real shoestring uh, like number of hours that like the. The work that here that was provided by the people who are involved is so amazing and so last minute uh, mm-hmm. that, like, dude, I I cannot, I I could not stop talking about how incredible the work that the team has already done for this, and it's not even <laughs> we're not even there yet. Uh, yeah, yeah. The hardest part about everything constantly has just been like, okay, hey, I need this, this, and this, and this, and this, and everyone's like, yeah, this person's like, yeah, it's a great idea. I'll get right on that. It's like, okay, I need that, like in two hours like because this needs to happen so that yeah. this can happen and it's just constant just like things and the you know the blocks are slowly falling and it's like actually looking like a real piece of art but it's just like god getting there has just been like all right cool one step further it's stressful but it's almost like um there's not much more stress that can happen so it's like good in a way. Do you know what mm-hmm. I'm like? Maybe this is uh, Amby. You went to Yale. Sorry, I don't know. I, I don't know if you want to bring this up. You wear Yale shirts every single episode you're in, except for I, today. Apparently, I'm not wearing a Yale shirt. I said I'm except for a, today. A working class AF card. <laughs> <laughs> the, hey, the true working class man or person 
cannot afford a car right now. So that's true. <laughs> or a basement. Um. <laughs> uh, so, but Abby, you you went to Yale. You obviously uh, were not a failing student like I was. Uh, but I I did the thing where I was like, I work best under pressure, so I would not do any work. Uh, and it feels like Genesis is kind of um, it's a bit of a pressure it, cooker, you might even say. Yeah, like I don't have even the ability to to put stuff off because it's just like it's all there. It's like needs to be done in a in such a short time that as we get closer, I actually feel a little bit better. Cause I was like, okay, well we're getting there. It's like, like the, yeah. the extra time we would need to prepare uh, at this point is just like, we're obviously not going to get it. So the closer we get, just, Hey, just feed it to me. Um, so I'm feeling pretty confident about what, what's going to happen. Yeah. I have this cool, I wouldn't call it a superpower, but it's a talent to just have like a completely calm head going through an event and there are sometimes where it's stressful and you see me sweating whenever i'm sweating that's the point where you know i'm stressed um but there are like you can still have a conversation with me there are some tos where it's just like they are not a human being during like peak you know stress times and i like to think that i am very good with still being approachable and stuff Mm -hmm. but the talent like the second that the event ends i am just existential dread mode every single time to like to the 10th degree to the point now where I'm like aware of it. So I'm like, okay, I can prepare in a healthy manner for this feeling that will eventually happen come Sunday morning or whatever. Um, but I don't, I'm feeling good. Like everything's just happening. I'm just like, cool. I don't know. <laughs> there's no, there's no alarms going off in, in any direction. So that's cool. Well, we're kind of like dancing around stuff. Um, obviously Genesis is, it's got a lot of, I don't know how many more times I can say it's cool and it's going to be good, but it's it's got <laughs> cool events and those events are going to be good events. Um, but there's definitely some stuff that we have not revealed. I don't know to what extent we can talk about what is going to be happening or if we can just talk about what's already on the docket. But do you want kind of want to go through some things that we might see? Like if, if there's anyone in the audience who does not really know what Genesis is, you know, mm-hmm. what is there going to be in this I don't know, 36 hour. What is it? How many hours of content is this going to end up being? Yep. Yeah. So what what are we going to end up seeing in this 36 hour content marathon? All right. So Thursday starts. There's some content that explains what this is, which I'm not going to spoil yet, but but the, that'll happen. And then the first uh, show match that we'll have will be Lord versus Silence Spectre, which is just like, you know, an I love you to Genesis. Insane. Yeah. I'm very happy with that. Uh, later in the day, there'll be some other stuff that'll happen, which will be announced soon. But uh, there will also be a NorCal versus SoCal crew battle. And then uh, there'll be a headlining a match that will be announced very soon um, for that one. And pretty much the full schedule will be announced within the uh, the next couple of days. Um, and then Friday, we have uh, Pip versus Prescent opening up the stream, you know, giving the the EU people something to watch, especially during the times that they're actually awake, hopefully. Um, yeah. I have no idea if we actually checked if they're awake then, but I think we're all we're like, yeah, uh, that's around when that time is. Yeah, it's, yeah, uh, they might be past some of their bedtimes, but, uh, but sure. Yeah, it's, it's, it's melee. And it's melee and it's Europe. Uh, I, I don't think any like European 19 year old has a job. I think that they all get like free healthcare and they, they have to do <laughs> the worries in the world. <laughs> they just like go on bikes and like look at rivers or something. That's that's my idea of what happens in Europe. So I'm sure like whatever time it is, they'll be up. 
they get their career handed to them when they turn 12. It's like, yes, you will be this. Awesome. Go into the world. You're um, going to you're going to stamp the chocolate bars at the factory and you're going to get $75,000 of 4 weeks of vacation and like full health care. It's like, okay. Sure. Yeah, not over here in America, the home of the brave. Um <laughs> Another thing that will be happening Friday, which has gotten a, a lot of traction, is uh, MK Leo versus Fargo. Dot 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 in melee. Yeah, which is just hilarious. Which is one of the things that I have for you, Wheat, as an announcement that we have not announced. Okay, um, is the fact that uh, Void and Coney will be commentating this match. Which is just hilarious that this is just happening. And everyone just said yes to it. I think is the funniest part. It's, it's, um, I don't think you can call it anything but privilege. How, like, I mean, for me, I have been, like, so lucky, uh, in, in my Melee career, for, you know, quote-unquote career, uh, to just, like, have everyone be very nice to me. And, and it's just, like, uh... The the most insane things I can come up with, I'll just ask people, and then if this is if there's any indication, if there's like anything to prove that this is something that happens, uh, it is the fact that we are going to see in like with a few days' notice, we're going to see the two best ultimate players play melee and have an incredible ultimate uh, player and, and you know one of the best ultimate commentators commentate. Patty, do you mind if I reveal what Leo said earlier today? You can. All right. Would would it ruin the magic if I talk about a little bit uh, how this is going to be aired? I think there's a way where you can not spoil the trick. Uh, I will say, uh, the match that we are going to see, Leo versus Spargo, both people who play melee, of course, you know, it's it's like even though they're super young. Um, I think they're. I think Leo's just older than Melee. He he turned twenty one like this week, uh, and then Spargo obviously is like sixteen. But uh, both people who have played Melee, there's like few videos of it online. You can like you know that they played this game. Um, what the set that we are going to see, Leo will have had Slippy downloaded for about three hours before that set takes place, and he's my goat. Like I I note. I like ultimate in a, in a way it's my extent of liking ultimate is like when I am trying to find people at a major who want to go like get food and get drunk when like that's ultimate's on at that time because melee has ended so like yeah like while we're waiting for to hear from people I'll like watch the stream and see like what cola is doing or whatever um so I don't really have like a necessarily a favorite but Leo deciding to play this stream this this set on like three hours of melee of having slippy he's my goat he's like i don't care what he uh okay i don't care about a lot of things that he can do. <laughs> but a lot of things will not change my opinion on leo because it's kind of cemented as like that that's some some goat status right there <laughs> yeah i'm really excited Ambie, what do you uh what do you think of this this is so I like, actually I I knew that Leo played a little bit of melee. Um, yeah, I don't I I don't know how much melee he's played. I've never seen I've seen Spargo play. I think Spargo is kind of nice with it. So 
That's yeah. That's what I've heard. Is that like, if Leo wins, then that's that's kind of nuts. I think it's. I think it's Sheik. I think Leo might go Sheik. Leo might go Marth. I think from what I've heard. But every time I've seen him play in like random clips here and there, it tends to be Sheik. Uh, and I believe Spargo is like pretty dedicated to Marth. Um, so I think it, it could be super cool, but yeah, the, the fact that it's existing at all is, is wild. Uh, Patty, what else are we, are we going to see? What else is on the docket for, uh, Genesis? Uh, last thing on MKLeo, um, when we were building out the schedules, we had a couple different, you know, versions of it for, for different reasons. For instance, like commentary versus, is this confirmed? All this other stuff. Uh, in my version of the schedule, I had this one basically just, blacked out because i did not think there was a world there was no trust in, yes in wheat <laughs> to this idea and uh and they said yes so i had to be like scramble last minute figure out like all right what are we actually doing here um but yeah i don't know i was proud i'm, I'm proud of you Wheat. i don't know if we've actually <laughs> talked what you've done here but uh basically you're very uh in direction for the uh the show matches that are involved I'm happy to to be a part of it to to get some of these i these like really crazy ideas uh to get them actually happening uh but yeah so that's that's what that's gonna be happening friday uh do we have anything else Friday I know there's some i i I won't reveal anything because because this schedule will be revealed um but what's gonna happen at the end of each day should be pretty cool. I think there's a reason to stick around every single day, and that's all I'll say about it right for now for now. Uh, but is there anything else on, on Friday that, that we have as announced? And speaking of reasons to stick around, we have Slime vs. Blur <laughs> on Friday. Which is just it just it just tells the story itself. <laughs> there is um there's some whisperings of charts. Dude, I Do you don't know, have know you heard what's about happening. The I don't know what's happening, but all I can say is that like actually tune in for this because I think we're about to see melee commentary be broken. <laughs> like I think this is the day. I heard. I I, I don't want to reveal anything that I sh- that you know the the there's a lot to be revealed here. I heard a commentator in a Discord say, "I think my brain's going nuts." I've watched like ninety Crimson Blur games. And someone was like, why did you do that? <laughs> and, and, and this commentator responded that it, it's for a Genesis thing. And I want to be clear. No one was asked to do this. <laughs> no, <laughs> look, we have asked a lot of people some crazy things to it, for Genesis to happen. Um, and I think that like, hey, we talked about Leo Spargo. That's a big ask. But the that would be the biggest ask of all time if we asked someone to watch 90 games of Blur and analyze them. If anyone starts going crazy and needs to be put in like a white padded room that because of of too much like blur exposure, it's not going to fall back on Genesis. <laughs> Nothing was asked of them. Never have I protected. ever. Never have I ever seen a commentary commentator go to the design team and say, "Hey, I need this thing, but you have to DM me it because it <laughs> needs to be a secret." And then say, "Okay, I'm DMing <laughs> you." <laughs> Yeah. That's the quality of our design team. I think the thing about Genesis, um, Gen- Genesis, Genesis, amazing name, until you like have to say it out loud. Uh, <laughs> the, the thing about Genesis, the, the series that has been running since 2009, um, is that I think it brings out a lot of emotions in people, right? 
like Genesis itself was something that people uh, who were around at the time have a lot of connection to. Genesis 2 is like very historical. It's the same thing. People have a lot of emotional connection if they were in the scene. And I think like, you know, Genesis 3, that's our generation, our melee generation. We, mm-hmm. we have a bunch of connection to that. And I think that like, it's hard finding someone in melee who cares about melee and who like does not just like go gaga over over genesis and because of that you have people who are like willing to to dump all of their time into making anything crazy happen uh which hey if if like people love genesis enough to watch 90 games of crimson blur then maybe that's there's beauty in that maybe 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 we'll write a melee stats video about that and you can like talk about the human condition yeah that sounds like something (laughs) i would write yeah i i think it's uh it's it's kind of ridiculous like i i, I don't want to like mythologize the tournament series too much because i think that that's like not exactly on the mark um but i think that there's something so weird about how genesis is just like an amazing tournament every single time um and i think that that's like a large part of why like people are doing this whole genesis effort because like i think like literally every single top eight for every Genesis that has ever happened has been like a high key banger. Uh, you know, like a lot of the most memorable topics ever are just like filled mm-hmm. with the different Genesis. Um, and, and the fucking grand finals of one of them was Pikachu puff. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's amazing that you can say that. And it's like still true. I mean like the best grand finals of all of them was the peach puff set. So yeah, true. Like, I think it's like, it's just kind of like a ridiculous story tournament. Um, and I think that like, I, it it would be kind of hard pressed to like, to have so much of the community care about any other tournament series. Like there's no way we do this for like Evo. Like we lost Evo and we're like, yeah, sure. I guess we're (laughs) not going to Vegas anymore. That's kind of sad. Um, (laughs) but you know, I think there's something about melee players and loving this particular tournament series. So like if, if the Genesis brand went under, it would just be the most tragic thing that's ever happened to the community. So yeah. That's sort of my perspective on it. It's just like the best tournament series there is, really. Yeah, I think that's the part of like when you ask me like why, it's like it wasn't even really a question, you know? It was like, okay, shit, we need to do this now. <laughs> like, all right, what how many days is it from now? Okay. Well, <laughs> who do we need to contact that's like immediately needed? It's like, oh, that's a long list. All right we're getting the gang back together i think that was the funny part about like resurrecting the five dawn team it was like it kind of felt like an 80s movie where it's like all right guys we're gonna take over the world again but it's the sequel but then you're like going to the old cast and some members are like no not again not after what it did like an airship hangar just like cranking like a a wrench and it's like i said the last time was my last <laughs> yeah and then you get like you know 30 minutes into the movie and then they show up and they're like oh <laughs> you're in the content discord now yeah they just jump out of a helicopter <laughs> what's up it's me <laughs> looking for some help <laughs> yeah no it's uh there's something that i talk about with some people um actually you know what Funny time for a name drop. I talked about this with a bunch of people uh, individually, but I also talked about this with Nick from the Yard, <laughs> just to just to boost our SEO engagements somehow. Um, is that uh, I, I talked about the idea of like melee being this weird 
like machine that morphs people in ways that they don't really understand. Um, I'm not like an organized person. Uh, I, I, I am not like, I don't know. I, I'm not very productive. Uh, <laughs> and then Domino meme is like, oh yeah, I used to play Kirby in this game. This is cool. <laughs> oh, like, I wonder, <laughs> let me look up videos of it on YouTube. Uh, and, and like, I literally think that, that the, way my brain operates in terms of like allocating hours into stuff is is like completely different i've always been obsessive and i think that's something that a lot of people in melee have in common um there's reasons why anok and i can or edwin budding and i can talk about uh like 2007 nfl for <laughs> like two hours straight it's because there's like a, a common obsessive streak that runs through a lot of people um but yeah i mean it, it's pretty insane like the the way that um melee kind of like sneakily changed my my like motivations and and like the just the way that i want to have productive time um i've talked about it with some people who who like leave melee on the back burner or you know who eventually just leave melee and it's the idea of just like okay well i got off my eight hour job um yeah, I'm going to work. Going to sleep for eight hours soon, but I've just got eight hours open. What do I do with eight hours? And it's like, one year, yeah. The the melee idea is like, okay, I just got done with eight hours of job. Now it's time to do eight hours of uh, this unpaid melee job. Uh, and it, it's like That's this so insane real. thing that yeah, I I think that I would not have expected uh, that. Just like you know, the first time I watched an Armada Mango set or whatever, whatever like clicked in my brain and got me into melee. Um, I would not have expected to, to get that way, but I think that that, you know, that idea, that like fever <laughs> that we all have for like, just like, okay, you know, I, I have, uh, I barely have any free time, but I've got four hours before I, I need to fall asleep. So I might as well devote this all to Genesis. Uh, I think that that is just like emblematic in the entire team. Yeah. Melee just fucks with your brain. It's like you, you go to it and you see it for the first time and you're just like, oh, like, like, why would I? Like, a, you know, a normal thinking human go to my first tournament and be like, cool, I'm going to host my own tournament and just like <laughs> consistently lose a bunch of money because I love these people. And it's just like, damn, it just it just hits you different. It's a drug. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> It's a drug. But it's instead of like, you know, uh, ending up on the streets or something, it, it usually gets someone a pretty decent job. <laughs> it's like, a, yeah. you know, the. um. There's like a brain worm that cat owners get sometimes that like uh, it makes them want to get more cats so they can get more of the brain worm or whatever. I feel like that about melee where it's like that's crazy. You play you play melee and you're like this is cool and then like you get the melee brain worm and like suddenly all your free time is spent like supporting <laughs> the infrastructure of this internet community. It's like oh god, what happened? And then you get like some some asshole on Twitter like some egg just gets like mad at something and then you're like god i wish i could give this up (laughs) (laughs) i'm getting yelled at for putting like 20 hours of work into something and i i I cannot stop (laughs) i also think it's something that we just like constantly like we've just lived with the whole time just like this game and this community Mm -hmm. uh can you realize for a second and, and talk about something yeah. All right, so we, we so have I, been to your hill, so continue. Perfect. All right, so I worked uh, I worked DreamHack Anaheim for for Halo series, which is a very cool event, kind of like Halo's return to DreamHack. Shout out on Matt.seb. You're the reason I've gotten every opportunity in my life. I appreciate it, bud. Uh, but it was very cool, and uh, I was the, the head of bracket for it. 
And uh, at one point during during a drunken night with one of the the tos from their side, I was basically like talking about it, just like like mad at him almost. I was like, "Why do you have locals, man?" And just like drunkenly doing it. And like he basically like broke it down to me to where he's like, "All right, dude, the the computer that we play on costs this much. The monitor that we play on costs this much. You need this, this, and this, and then that's one setup. And then you need to times it by ten in order to have a full thing. And I was like, oh, I've never thought about the fact that a Wii costs $10 and a CRT is free more in this moment. And I don't know, I just, I just like continuously have thought about that. Just like being checked from another community where it's like, shit, yeah, you can't run a tournament. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's funny. The, um, the Wii doesn't even need to be working. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be broken, dude. It's fine. I just need a Wii there. It doesn't. It doesn't matter what it does. It just needs to be <laughs> present. Um, yeah, I, I definitely think that. You know, this is kind of like a a weird topic to talk about in wake of last time. You know, Gen- Genesis is is you know has its its own specific reasons as to why this charitable event is happening um, for for this tournament. Obviously, it's because the pandemic had to be pushed back. Uh, but it's interesting because the last time we did an event like this, Five Dom was completely different. It was Nintendo shutting down one of our biggest series. Like, they're probably the only uh, grassroots series that we have that's anywhere close to Genesis, which would mm-hmm. be Big House. Uh, obviously, a lot of great series that would be in that realm as well. But I think that those two kind of stand above. Um, so it's an interesting thing to talk about, right? It's like uh, in between the last time we had something like this, our relationship with the Nintendo has at least... Uh, on the surface changed uh and and who knows you know i I, I i don't have any any information to say it's good or bad i have truly no information um but yeah it's this interesting thing of like we for for the entirety of our time in the scene it's just like okay yeah if we don't run this we're not having tournaments uh, and yeah, and like I, I don't think that other scenes there's a lot of scenes that are blessed in ways where like they don't have to think about that because uh you know blizzard wants people to play overwatch so they want people to go to or like watch overwatch tournaments or you know whatever they call them games <laughs> i don't know <laughs> so they'll set it up um and it's not the same for melee like nintendo for 20 whole years did not really uh need melee to survive for them to <laughs> to like you know get any profits um so i i think that there's this like backbone of the community where it's not even a question it's like yeah dude uh it's like i don't really care about i don't, I don't like if you asked me beforehand hey do you want to devote like this many hours of your time for li- very little money like if you told me that in 2014 when i joined the scene <laughs> you know like someone had like the contract right now and it's like okay you're you're gonna make Two cents an hour, basically. <laughs> and, it's, and it's going to be like 20 hours a week. But you're uh, not going to no, get a paycheck for the first two years. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, I don't think I would sign in on that. But uh, but yeah, I mean, Melee warps your brain in a way that, that like, uh, dude, you, you don't understand when you just like, when you learn that Fox and can, Fox and Falco can jump out of shine, it's like <laughs> that's, that's the moment you don't realize it when it happens. But you're like, oh, this is cool. I can like do something right after. And then in your brain, the the brain worm is like growing, and it's like, okay, now we will make video content about this in five years. <laughs> yeah. 
But no, Genesis has been it's been a it's been a ride. Obviously, it's been in the works for at least a, about a week before launching. Um, but I think I don't know. It was just cool. There's always a thing before you launch where just like thinking about the worst comment uh, commenter. I'm sure you guys get it every time with every oh, YouTube yeah. video. Big time. It's like, all right, who's what are they going to say? You know, what is that one person going to say that's just going to strike your nerve and it's going to break you? And you'd be like, can't respond, can't respond, can't respond. It's never what so, you expect to. Like, I remember for the Nintendo exactly. video, we were, like, so afraid we were going to get these, like, psycho Nintendo shrills talking about how we, like, need to move on or whatever. And we didn't get many of those. We just got people that were, like, mad at us for talking about COVID. They're like, COVID's fake. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> like, no, <laughs> stop. This is not the point of the video. Yeah, they're like, hey, Nintendo sucks and all. I get that, but, like... COVID's not real. So I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. You, you had me until you brought up COVID. Exactly. That was my breaking point. Uh, <laughs> to derail just a second. Uh, our last video, we were like, everyone's going to say this. And I won't say what this is, but it's pretty clear. And we were like, we should put like a little disclaimer in the video. And it became decisions so like, it'll just get more comments if we don't. And that's kind of just fine. Like, it's not like this is a huge deal. And we were like, fuck it. Let's just do that. Um, like you can see our opinion here all right cool moving on <laughs> i'm not happy about that but yeah you you were saying that you know you get to this point we, we are we're in like the twilight uh i don't want to call it the twilight zone <laughs> we're we're in the twilight area before this event uh where it's like it's dusk or it's dawn to be very poetic about it um the, the events you know it's not happening just yet but but like everything is set up uh, it's the calm before the storm, even though it's not calm. Uh, but yeah, so so like you are you're mentioning this idea of like anticipating the worst thing that someone could say. Oh yeah, that is what I was saying. But um, <laughs> I'm I'm happy to say that 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 just didn't happen. Everyone was like, "Yeah, sick idea," and I was like, "Shit, we're gonna be posting on the melee at account like." There's just going to be trolls somewhere. You know, we're posting on Reddit. Like, who, what could they possibly say? And just everyone's like, yeah, cool idea. Can't wait to watch. I'm just like, cool, awesome, sweet. This, that feels great. And that, that's, the, that's the motivation to keep moving forward, right? Uh, yeah, it's... Um, I think that... that uh, I don't know if you feel this way. I don't know if, if the Alston camp um, has the same, uh, like brain disease that that melee stats does but it's just mm-hmm. like definitely this um uh to various different degrees but like this incessant need to put something out there but also like and have people watch but also um like not affect someone negatively <laughs> like yeah. it's like it's like okay uh if this video i like we need to put this video out because if this video doesn't get made then it sucks and then if this video comes out and it doesn't get a lot of views then that sucks and we failed uh, but also, if we get one negative comment, it's not worth it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, I, sometimes, st- maybe this is me. I, I think I feel this way more than, than other people in Melee stats and, and other people in the Melee content sphere, so I don't want to talk about... My, I don't want to speak for anyone else when I say this, but it's just like... Um, sometimes you see numbers tick up, and it's, like, scary in a way. Uh, and it's like, ooh, that's kind of high. <laughs> that's a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, uh, totally. And and it's yeah, it's it's gratifying when that number ticks up, and you don't get the the hateful comments. It's yeah, um, something that's pretty pretty crazy. And when it actually happens, it's it's weird. Yeah, and it's it's a great feeling. Um, yeah, Abby, I don't know if you 
are neurotic in the same way I am. I think you're neurotic in a, if if, if yeah, not, I you're neurotic it, in a different way. It's kind of a tangent version of this. I'm definitely very neurotic about this type of stuff. But um, I, I don't know. For, for me, it's like about saying the thing you want to say more than it is about like the quality of like how many views it gets or whatever. Like that stuff's really nice. But for me, it's like, what if they don't agree with what I have to say? <laughs> like that's the thing that bugs me. It's like, like not the like, oh, I didn't really like this video, but like the like, no, this video says something that's like wrong. I'm like, no, it's not. Fuck you. This this is what I'm trying to say. I mean, like this is I think a little bit closer to what I imagine Genesis is like for you Patty where it's just like yeah I don't give a fuck if we make some people mad uh, as long as like people understand that this is a thing that we're doing and that it's important or whatever I guess I was coming from the place where it's like hey big platform means more eyes means a lot of eyes gonna see this thing and it's like alright well there, there has to be them that that has to happen you know there has to be shitters in the replies and it's just like a thing to where it's like you can't really be mad about just like yeah. you know just like trying to come back but no on the comments thing like i think um i don't really get mad about a lot of like the the responses a lot of times even like it can be viciously mean um the thing that i get pissed off about is when someone is super pity about something that happened like 19 minutes in it's like bro you watched for 19 minutes are you re- like come on you're not gonna give me a single bit of credit here to like, where wow, you watch like the video for 19 minutes song at the credits was was dumb bro I'm, I'm four minutes off of a spongebob episode like give me some fucking credit here like that's the thing that really gets me <laughs> i love that though personally that's like my favorite we had one guy that was like mad the entire video because he was like this is just a ripoff of john boys's videos like i can't believe they just did that and he watched the whole damn video and he read the credits <laughs> and in the credits we're like thank you for the inspiration john boys and he was like oh they did credit him <laughs> i was mad the whole video <laughs> that changed everything for me yeah it was like it, it was like an edit right yeah it was like it was like you guys just like you guys ripped him off, and then it was like edit. <laughs> oh, never mind. I watched till the end. <laughs> Good work. Uh, it's. I mean, I obviously, this is pretty tangential to the whole thing, but I mean, it, I, I think that in a way, it speaks to the creator like aspect of melee that we kind of talked about. Um, the idea of just like wanting to devote your life to melee, I think, is very similar to like any content creator, um, and that's kind of part and parcel with like wanting to run a, a an event like genesis right it's all it's all part of the same like weird like way of thinking like to content creator all that type of stuff um and it's the it's the, like the fear of the unknown for me it's like when the video first comes out and there's no comments yet that's what i'm most worried because all the comments that come in that like are negative i'm like find them funny i'm like i'm like yeah dude you uh did not get it uh, Michael to, Michael versus Bananas to this day will all like a one to one ratio will get new comments that come in and it's just like they don't get it <laughs> they'll be like they'll be like, amazing video this is so good and then the next con- the comment will be like Wobbling's dumb I can't believe you want it legal uh, horrible video <laughs> and then another one will come in and it'll be like it's like dude I can't believe you hate ice climbers this video sucks Wobbling should be legal <laughs> it's just there was a uh, comment that we got that we wanted to frame that was uh your opinions are dog shit but your videos are really good <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's so sick you you that, got it hey bro. that rocks 
Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> That's well, awesome. Patty, we're talking about Genesis. Uh, somehow, it's like the through line is Genesis. Obviously, we're having this great conversation. Uh, I I like to be able to pick your brain on this because uh, sure. I think that the content sphere that we have, you know, obviously we've had Walt Raider on before, um, but it's like interesting to talk to all the different people in the scene and like get their ideas on what we all go through. Mm-hmm. But the reason for the season, uh, we're here for Genesis. Do you want to talk about the show matches? We have some that we announced. Some uh, some of the the real spicy ones, obviously, are going to be announced in between now and the event. Um, but just like, you know, this is, uh, for all intents and purposes, this is like a a prediction, like stat based podcast as much as Mm -hmm. we stray from that. Um, and I I think that like, it's fun to give thoughts on these sets. So let's run down the sets that we have. Do you want to, do you want to, um, name off some sets that we'll have and we can kind of go into what we think might happen? Yeah, absolutely. The only two that I didn't mention previously was uh, we'll have King of the Cube, which does not have announced uh, who will actually be on there. I will say yeah. it's a double header, so there will be two different ones. Gatsu um, is the reigning champ, so exactly. no matter what, we'll we'll see a challenger uh, try to try to take the crown away from him. And then ending off the day, like any good melee broadcast should, we have Mango versus Zane. Which will and be Mango good. versus Zane is on uh, what day is that? That is Saturday, uh, 10 p.m. Eastern time, the correct time zone. <laughs> so that's after uh, Saturday LACS. Uh, that's after LACS sets. We'll see some sets as well. And Mag- Mango Zane, insane. Uh, let's okay. Let's go through it. So you mentioned Lord Silence Specter. Abby, what are your thoughts on this one? This is like I I, I think the funny thing is that usually where it's like we're set to talk about stuff because um, Edwin's like, all right, I analyzed the last 17 sets grab played versus Ben. And I'm like pretty confident that, that he's going to get at least two games, but I think Ben's going to sneak through. Uh, we're talking about stuff that we have not seen in years. If we've ever seen it uh, or stuff that we've just like never seen. I think the, the sets here run the gamut from like, we are going to see some more, more common melee stuff throughout the, the weekend, but like definitely some, some weird ones. So I know this is kind of like throwing you into the deep end, but like, what could a Lord Silence Picture set look like in the year of our Lord 2022? Yeah, no, I think this is very exciting to me personally because um, I am of the belief that Lord is the single most underrated player in the entire game's history. Crazy. Um, wow. I think he is disgusting. Um, I am curious what controller he will be using to play this set. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, I think that informs my, my opinion uh, a bit here. Because I, I know that Lord plays a lot with keyboard these days. Um, and I'm not sure I'm not sure what that means. Um, I'm not <laughs> sure if he'd be better with a keyboard, but won't be able to get one. I'm not sure if he would be worse with the keyboard, but still plays it. I, there's a whole... Uh, I have no idea. I think for me, like that's that's the really unknown component to me. Yeah. Like, has he lost all of his GameCube controller muscle memory from playing on a uh, keyboard? Is he going to be allowed to play on a keyboard? Like, just like a bunch of shit. But in terms of like how good Lord is, like, you guys aren't fucking ready. Like, Lord, Lord is so sick. Um, so, all else being equal, I think I have Lord. But there's a lot of asterisks. He's a very mysterious player. Do you guys know when the last time Silent Spectre played Melee was? <laughs> was it? It was probably a Genesis. Yeah, he lost to Icy at the last Genesis, I thought, right? 
Really? So he just so. consistently enters Genesis? Yeah, I mean, it's, like, really close to him, right? I don't think he, like, yeah. does anything else. I don't think he's in the, the Bay Area anymore, but... Uh... I know he lives with, uh, with, with Silent Wolf. Yeah. So he's in, he's in PNW now, I think. <laughs> he's in the Silent House. <laughs> he lives with Silent Wolf? Oh, dude, Silent Spectre. Let's go. <laughs> I'm taking Silent Spectre. Are you serious? There's, there's a couple great things about this set. Um, and it, it like, it, it, uh, like, base level, right? This is a Falcon mm-hmm. Ditto. And just, like, zero IQ, these Falcon Dittos are cool. Um... I'm, I'm not sorry. So like base zero. I'm not saying you have to be dumb to think Falcon Dittos <laughs> are cool. You are like, an idiot. It's like the first level. Falcon Dittos are cool. I agree. I think it's going to be cool because of that. Second level. It's NorCal. Cool. This is super cool. And then you get into stuff that you guys talk about. Uh, Silent Spectre lives with one of the greatest melee players of all time. And Lord. I remember when Lord first. I heard about him playing on a keyboard. And the world has changed in so many different ways since then. Uh, where I'm like, maybe that's better than a GameCube controller. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, right? Like, it, it actually is just very confusing. <laughs> he was just onto something. He really like, was. Like, when that came out, right? He was on the reads or whatever. Obviously, people had known about that before. It wasn't, like, a big official announcement. But I, I remember people saw that on the reads, and that was, like, a very funny thing. And I remember thinking at the time, like, oh, this is pretty dumb. Yeah, it's, like, this dumb thing that he does to, like, handicap himself because he's so good. And now... We have box players who are really, really good. And it's like, okay, he might just be better. Like, this might be the smartest thing that he could do. So I have truly no idea. And also, I want to give you a a little glimpse. Uh, Patty and I have obviously been kind of, like, pulling back the curtain a little bit as much as we can. Um, I, when I... I, I, I don't want to take all the credit for, for all those show matches that, that were brainstormed. Uh, there's obviously... We had a little brainstorm between sesh between uh, me, Ambi, Edwin was there, Dark Genix was there, and obviously other people who are in um, Genesis were throwing ideas around. But when I brought up Lord and Silent Spectre, as well as a bunch of other matches, people like <laughs> looked at me pretty side-eyed. Um, and some information that I think is really funny is that I brought this up to a couple different people. And I got the same thing said to me for both people. I'd have people say, yeah, Lord should be down. I think he still plays a lot, but I don't think Jeff plays anymore. And then I have other people saying, like, does Lord want to play? I thought he hasn't played in forever. I know Jeff's active, so I don't know what's true. I don't know who still plays. I don't know if they both play. Um, but, yeah, this is this is going to be pretty sick. <sighs> Dude, I remember Silent Spectre. I don't remember the last time he played uh, before he played at Genesis 3, I think it was. You know, obviously, this is like six years old at this point. Mm-hmm. But I think he beat Gatsu there. Like, I remember he, like, did really well. And then at Genesis 4, I think he did pretty well as well. Uh, just, like, this weird thing of he would only go to that tournament and he just, like, still was good. Uh, obviously, what we've seen in the past five, six years has been this, like, huge uptick. But... Also, Lord has not been playing much in the past five, six years, so I don't know what to say. I, I think Lord is a great answer. I, I have to go Silent Spectre. Ambie, I know you're Lord. Patty, are you Silent Spectre as well? I am. Okay. Whatever, whoever wins, I think the audience wins. I think that one's sick. Uh, what do we got next? Is the next one Leo Spargo? NorCal versus SoCal. We, do, you have the, uh, do you have the list uh, ready? Sh- should we reveal? I know there's... Uh... Hmm. That's a good point, Pete. <laughs> there's, uh, there's some you know favorites. Yeah, you, know you ready? I'm gonna flip a coin. 
flipping. Let's not reveal. Heads, heads we reveal. No. Uh, <laughs> All right, it's I, Tails. It's Tails. Okay, cool. It's Tails. Less. It's Tails. I've leaked stuff on the show before. Which it's is not, not leaking. This leak. is an announcement show. What are you talking about? I leaked Smash World Tour pools on this, <laughs> which is not my ability You're to leak. Mean. Um, hey, it happens. What, what, what do they do about it? NorCal versus SoCal. NorCal versus SoCal. There's a lot of the the killers that you'd expect. Um, I'll say, okay, Johnny's out. He's not playing. That's the. I'll like I'll I'll give you who's not playing, um, but but most of the other people are in. Uh, what do you what do you guys think? Just like in general, like what the the SoCal versus NorCal dichotomy I think has always been really funny. And we're kind of getting to a point where like, yeah, dude, NorCal uh, NorCal was kind of anchored by this big three, and now we see Shroomed is not as in practice as others. Um, uh, we see also Shroomed is not involved. <laughs> I swear, these are so sick. I'm sure and the that people who sick. are, I, I tell you, those two players done it. Uh, but yeah, it's like there's the trifecta of like PPU, SFAT, and and Shroomed, and um, now Shroomed is is not really uh, to the top ten level that he once was. PPU obviously has retired, and, and SFAT is on his way to another peak, right? Like, this is maybe not the same peak that he was when he was beating Hbox, but uh, it's pretty damn close. So it's kind of weird to see that and then look at SoCal, where um, Johnny's not playing. Uh, Lucky's not as good as he once was, but still pretty good. He is still, like, top 20, top 25, always a threat to, to go off at a tournament. Uh, Wes, who knows? <laughs> Uh, I think I have he, I'm I'm just trying to remember the PR drama that happened recently. So, oh, between well, fiction between and everyone, face <laughs> there's there's uh, all sorts of shit going on there. But I'm trying to remember that list, and it seems pretty stacked. So, I think I'm going to go with SoCal. Um, I think that they are going through a bit of an interesting period. I don't know if I'd call it like a renaissance, but um, I think Fiction's Falco is very interesting. And they've always been good at, um, like, <laughs> just uh, the old guard has always given to the new guard very, like, there's always been a quiet transition of power. <laughs> like, very peaceful uh, passing the torch. Because who, what we're seeing now is not what we saw in 2014, uh, even though a lot of the same players are still, like, would still be considered top five in the region or whatever. Mm. Uh, but Kudorin is amazing. <laughs> Kudorin is someone who would not, you know, be top five in the region uh, pre-pandemic. And, and now we have, uh, you know, face rolls amazing. Fiction's Falco. <laughs> like, there's like, all these different things. So, it's so weird to think about Fiction's Falco because uh, I don't think that I would consider it as strong as his Fox. Um, although it is, it is getting there. But um, the weird thing about Fiction's Falco to me is I think that people from SoCal are going to get a lot better versus Falco. Yeah. Because um, I think Fiction plays a type of Falco that you need to know how to beat Falco to beat rather than just like be able to beat the particular Falco that you're playing. Mm -hmm. I had this huge problem with this when I moved out of Connecticut because I realized that I actually didn't know how to play against Falco. I just knew how to play against the Connecticut Falcos because they all just like had their own things. Um, I feel like a... 
I'm very optimistic about the SoCal squad just because Fiction goes to all the Verdugos and like plays everyone all the time. Yeah. Um, I don't know if Norca has a Falco. <laughs> I can't remember. I can't remember off the top of my head. But um, <laughs> at least, you know, projecting their performances through time later, I think that it's a very interesting addition to the dynamic of SoCal right now. Um, that's really yeah. the only input. <laughs> I, I I'm gonna say it because you you aren't. Um, yeah, the, the Falcon they had to beat was West was West yeah. Balls, <laughs> and in order to beat West Balls, you kind of need to beat West Balls and not defeat like the Falco. Mm-hmm. Um, like we saw people who weren't really incredibly great versus Falco and would beat West Balls, and we saw people who are really good versus Falco and lose to West Balls. Uh, but yeah, I think like fiction, fiction is this type of. Um, it's this thing that that Abby talks about sometimes, and, and it's like uh, you can tell what someone like really hates when they pick up a different character, uh, and like it's very, very funny because fiction is just like, you know, must have been for years being like, damn, I hate the fact that Falcon could do this, and he's like, wait, I can just pick Falco and do this, uh, and, and I think he's been like really good at just being like, yeah, well, why wouldn't I do like four lasers in a row? What am I going to do? It's not a good position for me. Why my my character can jump <laughs> in one full hop, can jump so high. You don't want I me to do that. I love to fiction talk about Falco, dude. It's so clear he thinks Falco is so broken. He's like, dude, I just win every matchup for free. I don't even have to try. It's like, is and this he'll lose last forever. He'll lose stuff, and he'll be like. Falco's so broken that shouldn't have been even close. <laughs> like he, it's really he lost. And I lost that one. Yeah, it's amazing. He lost to Kadoran, and he was like, "Well, Falco beats Marth, but I'm just not there yet to to do it against Kadoran all the time." <laughs> like the, one of the most lovable character switches of all time, where he's just like, he'll lose, and he's like, "Mia culpa," you know, that was on me. <laughs> I'm not blaming my character. I didn't play well enough, which is something we don't see very often. Very rare. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go... I think that just, like, activity and, and top players, I think SoCal has this. I'm going to be fun. I'm going to say NorCal. Um, I think SVET's super good right now. I think they've got some people who are, like, very consistent. Um, I don't know. I guess I'm, like, kind of leaking some of this, but, like, Spark and Kazu are people who I don't think you think of as like super explosive and it's like, you know, are, are any given point, are they going to make a run to fifth at like a, at Genesis or something? Uh, it's probably not really going to be in the cards for them, but also something where if you give them uh, a bunch of brackets, I think they do really well at all of them. And uh, <laughs> despite the fact that Spark got <laughs> like went zero, and four and pulls and smash tour. Um, I, I think that they all have like pretty, pretty good. Um, yeah, his pull is hard. Like levels. It's like uh, his fault. <laughs> he ran into Chape. Unfortunately, Chape was just on a tear. Uh, but yeah, it's like they, they've all got pretty good base levels. And I think that in a, like in a, in a crew battle where you really have to just play one, you know, basically like one game, you know, give or take, uh, might be more stocks, might be fewer than normal. Um, but like that, that ability to just have a good level, uh, like base level, um, and have like pretty solid matchup spread goes pretty far. And I think that that's how I would categorize, like the S Fats, the Kazus, the Sparks. I think they all have 
solid matchup spreads where I, I don't think they have instant wins. And I don't think they have instant losses. And I think that like that type of thing, that's very helpful. Uh, Patty, Patty, what do you think? Break the tie. Yeah. You know, I think ultimately when you break it down, the lineups are pretty even, but that said, I think if NorCal wins, SoCal OGs will viciously make fun of the SoCal squad on Twitter. Uh, and that's about how I see it, honestly. Like, I just think that that think I think Fear SoCal... can play better or worse? I'm sure they'll all be afraid of this. <laughs> I think it depends on the player. I'm, I'm interested how Kadoran would do with, with the, the, the fear of Mango shit-talking him on Twitter immediately <laughs> after, or even during his gameplay. Just being able to see that one to one, but I think mostly, you know, they're a top player. They do well under pressure. At least most of them. Um, but yeah, I think I think SoCal SoCal Dub, SoCal Dub. S Fat goes home damn. sad. We're all sad because we're like, damn, I like S Fat. He didn't win that time. Damn. Mango Mango tweets that he's not going to say anything mean, and it's like, okay, well, why'd you tweet that in the first place? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, and then says something like really definitely weird. weird. He goes LMAO. <laughs> Definitely some weird vibes all around that come from that, but hey, it's all good fun for most people. So, um, all right, let's talk about let's talk about layovers of Spargo. I don't know how much we can we can like bring prior uh, examples. I to have this. no idea. I'm gonna go Spargo. I'm not gonna beat around the bush and like talk about how I think they'll play because I've got no idea. Uh, I think Spargo does play more, uh, and I think that if you know anything about Ultimate, which uh, I've been able we to like, do. as we hey, we love ultimate. I I think like um, yeah. So, hey, sometimes it's something to have on. It's like uh, stock money and I will talk about this sometimes because like he'll know random stuff about like Smash Four and Ultimate. And it's just like it's like a methadone, right? Like like sometimes it's just uh, it's a thing that's just there. It's like uh, if melee is heroin. <laughs> that ultimate or like smash war or something it's like that's not yeah it's just like it'll like take you down um but then you get addicted to that so i like i've seen a few i've seen a little bit of ultimate one hell of a tangent uh the idea behind this is that spargo has he's he's uh definitively second in the world without winning a major overlay several people in 2021 have won majors overlay i mean not a ton but just like it's happened before uh, and that does not include the definitive number two. Spargo just like gets to last stock game ten, <laughs> and like he'll be up, and then Leo will just like do the most insane comeback, uh, and he'll win. And it's like something where you... Spargo will be like mid percent two stocks, and and Leo will be like one percent or like a high percent one stock, and you'll be like, okay, I think Leo has this. Uh, and so for that reason, I'm going Spargo because I think it'd be hilarious if like his he defeats his demon, but it just happens to be in the wrong game. The way I see this set, it's like like betting on horses without any information as to what horse does, uh, like what their ranking is or whatever the hell horse races are. Like it's just it's impossible to know. 
You're just going into it blind. I hope people side bet on it because I think it'd be funny. It'd be so much fun to side bet. If just a bunch of <laughs> melee players are just side betting on MK Leo versus Spargo. It's like that meme of the two uh, of the pirates around the two monkeys fighting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I have no idea what's going to happen, but I think the more we speculate, the more fun it is. Do you have the coin flip uh, thing still up? Yeah, what I does the do coin it. say? Heads <laughs> MK Leo. We must, yes, yeah, yeah. Tails, Spargo. Tails, bro. Oh, dude, the Spargo upset finally happens. He wins the most important victory of his life over MK Leo. <laughs> All right, at Genesis. So here's here's my perspective on this. So I think Spargo is definitely very clearly favored, but I'm going to use a, <laughs> I'm going to use my my very funny uh, trolley insider information. Um, where I'm fairly certain that Spargo is going to play Marth and that Leo will probably play Sheik. And I think Spargo versus Edwin Budding would be a really fun match. Um, so we should have done. And so we should have done. Given that we have very many, you know, uh, sets recorded of Edwin Budding playing Sheik players, there's one in particular I want to mention who is our, our good pal Atrioc. Uh, who Anouk once played at a big house, and Atrioc won like thirty games in a row against Edwin, and then Edwin picked Sheik, and then like started beating Atrioc with Sheik, and then like paused the game and got mad at Atrioc for playing Sheik and being like, "I can even beat you with your own character. <laughs> Stop playing this character." And he just just mauling furiously at Atrioc, who had no idea what was happening. Um, so I think that there's definitely a world where. A Spargo level Marth main just like loses to a Sheik player. <laughs> I cannot, uh, dude. Edwin, I can't believe he did this. He's uh, like I'm not allowed to like the wrong tweet, or else it's bad for the melee stats brand. Like if I if I like the wrong tweet, I get added. And he's like, you must unlike this. What if we get canceled for liking this? And then uh, and then he's able to just like berate. A top content creator and this is not bad for our brand somehow <laughs> he's like he's like able to just yell at someone he'd like see hassan and just like push him on the street actually if he pushed hassan he'd like <laughs> hassan wouldn't move okay he's allowed to like throw it like a glass bottle hassan but i'm suddenly not allowed to like you know if i like the wrong tweet melee Tess's brand is gone i can't believe he yelled at atria yeah, no, I... <laughs> I just like can't even imagine what that must have been like because cause Anouk told me about this afterwards. He was, like, very proud of the fact that he yelled at Atrioc. It was, like, it was directly from him telling me this story. He brags about yelling at people. Or, like, raging. how he would yell at people in situations. <laughs> <laughs> if that were me, they'd get fired. <laughs> I would yell at them before firing them and then fire them. I love that guy. Let's show us Edwin Budding. A real so, yeah, one. I think Leo might have it. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking Leo. All right, sick. Well, while we're at uh, two two, because I say Spargo, the coin says Spargo. So, <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. Undecided tie is not broken. Um, all right, what else do we got on the? What else we got? Um, we have slime versus blur. <laughs> and this, uh, there were a couple of fun ideas that were thrown around, but I, I, I think that what we're running with is just a first to five. Um, I know that they've done stuff in the past where it's 
man, I don't know if you guys know more than I do because I'm blanking on the exact specifics, but it's like the idea of um, slime needs to take 20 games off of Blur in a yes, row. They've I, done I that before. Yeah. I, I looked into this recently. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Slime and Blur were arguing about who is good or bad at the game. And like, you know, Blur. Blur's like, yeah, I'm the best to ever do it ever. And Slime is like, no, you're not, bro. I'll literally win 20 games in a row against you. And if I lose even a single game, I'll have to put I'm worse at Melee than at the Crimson Blur in my Twitter bio. Um... And uh, Blur's like, okay. <laughs> and then they, <laughs> they money matched on stream. And Slime won the first two games. And then he started, like, doing moonwalks and shit. Trying to, like, offstage knee. And just, like, kills himself twice. And then, like, loses in game three of 20. Rough. And then has to put worse than at the Crimson Blur <laughs> in his bio. <laughs> um, so, in, in a true first of five, I think... I have faith that that slime will not begin the offstage needs until at least game four, but I could be wrong. <laughs> By that point, he might already have a formidable lead. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, <clears throat> they uh, they're both homies for doing this. Uh, <laughs> Blur thinks that he was set up for different things in uh, Genesis. He he believes that he's the patsy. And uh, yeah, I don't know. He very well could be. I'm down. It's not game. It's not. It's not planned. He's not planned to be the Patsy, but he might just kind of like fall into that role. It just happened. <laughs> it's like that. Just might be how melee works, right? It's it's like, hey, dude, we didn't plan on this, but uh, if the shoe fits. Uh, so this is, I think, is a really funny one. I, I... blur uh, from what I've heard does play a lot of slippy. I don't believe Slime plays a lot of Slippy. He, he um, does. He streamed it and stuff. He streamed it. I don't know. He I, probably plays less than Blair, but I wouldn't say that he doesn't play. And he has like I don't think, in the house and stuff. So I wouldn't say he doesn't play. I'm just saying I don't know if he's on the grind. Um, yeah, that's fair. And I so Blair Blair would be more on the grind, you know, to whatever degree. But uh, <laughs> Blair also came on the show and talked about how he had played Kata the Samus. And was like able to realize what was happening and not stop himself from adjusting. <laughs> he it was something like Kata would like shoot these like uh, missiles, whatever it was. It was <laughs> he would shoot these like really annoying low missiles, and uh, just kept getting shield poked or whatever. Uh, and then <laughs> Tof, who was also on the show, was just like, "Yeah, you can just jab the missiles." He's like, "I know," and I wasn't doing it. <laughs> or what? It was the. Um, is there something like a, a non-power shieldable uh, missile, Ambi? Um, well, I know that you can use... Or like one that's really hard to power shield. Well, yeah, you can do... there's that for lasers. Uh, and I imagine that, that it might be the same way for... Because Marth's shield bubble is really weird. Yeah. Um, so there's a bunch of lasers that you can do that are not power shieldable. I know like the super nerds, like the SP99s of the world, are doing the uh, ADT power shield against that. Because it yeah. does work for that. Maybe uh, is it is it crouch power shielding? Maybe there's like a missile crouch that you can't power crouch power shield. Is something that works with Marth because if you crouch and then shield, it doesn't have your shield bubble at the bottom. It like instantly teleports it up, so it can just be like over your head, and there's like a 15 frame window or whatever to power shield things. Um, so it's really good versus Samus to do crouch power shield, but I don't think you can really do that versus a low missile, which is a I th- I think think that's what was happening was that yeah. he was Kato was throwing was was uh putting missiles out that were 
not able to be crouch power shielded. And he understood this. Blur understood yeah, yeah. this, like first missile, and then kept trying to do it. And was like not able to stop himself from doing it. So that little blur brain, as much as it moves around and like as hard as it works, I'm not sure if the blur thinkers are able to put it into play. So I will go slime on this one. Patty, if you want to go blur, you can throw that coin in there as well. So you're not. Uh, we're already up 2 0 on slime, but if you want to have someone on your side, that coin is available. I think you guys are looking at this from the wrong way. Okay? I think that... So you know this this hypothetical scenario of aliens come down to Earth and they want to, like, play Melee? It's like, who do we put them against? Like, Hbox or whatever, you know? I think this is that. Like, Blur is the aliens, and we've just selected Slime. And we just have to ride or die with Slime. So you can either chant for the world or you can chant for the world to die. And, you know, I respect you either way, ultimately. Uh, but I think I still wanted to live on this in this earth for a little bit longer. <laughs> so I am choosing slime. It's beautiful. All we can ask for. Uh, and then, yeah, in terms of what's already been announced, we were kind of running down to the end of it. We have... Uh, the, the kind of the denouement of the entire event is is on Saturday that we already mentioned, which was Mango versus Zane. We've seen that a lot, haven't we? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say I think Mango's going to win. He's going to go up 2-1. I think he's going to lose 5-3. <laughs> like, uh, Mango's... My confidence in Mango to beat Zane in a tournament set in a set at summit in like losers finals or something like that. Um, an elimination set is pretty high. I'm not about to say that he's going to win every single one, but uh, like, I don't know. I've got faith in mango and crunch time. And, and I think that Zane, not going to call him a choker, but I think that in those scenarios, mango has a boost that Zane does not have in the same way. Now, that being said, First to five, For not as much on the line. <laughs> There's no, he's not going to get eliminated from anything. He's not about to get like third at a tournament for losing to Mango. It's just a, uh, just a set. I think Zane wins those. Zane, when he's calm, cool, and collected, it's hard to find someone who's better than him. Uh, and Mango does well versus that. Like he still does well versus Zane, even in those sets, those like SEL style sets where it's like it matters. But it also kind of doesn't matter the same. Um, so he's still able to do well. But, uh, yeah, I go Mango goes up. And we we watch uh, as he, like, he'll, like, do really well. Uh, he, like, in game four, like, he's, he's, like, about to go up 3-1. And he, like, fares off stage by accident. And it's like, okay, it's like, whatever. Zane's at 80. Mango's at zero. It's like tied stocks. It's fine. <laughs> and then, then he just, uh, he dies and it's immediately turns the tables for the entire set. Uh, so yeah, I'll say, I'll say Zane five, three. What are you thinking, Ambie? Yeah, I think, I think Zane was probably five, two. I think it'll be a really sick exhibition. It'll be really fun to watch, but I think Mango goes for the balls to the wall shit in these types yeah. of sets. So I think it will pretty decisive Zane victory in my head. What do you think, Patty? Uh, I am not sure. If you guys have ever watched Alston Melee content, but I can tell you 
that if I said anything other than <laughs> Mango Five O, no competition, I'd be fired from from my role. So I think I'm pretty legally obligated here. That's fair to say it won't be a competition, yeah. and the entire thing will be a combo video. We could play it, and it would actually just roll as a combo video if we just put music over it. But like in the end or some shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the plan, honestly. Yeah, I have I have Judah ready to go with Lincoln Park soundtrack. <laughs> the soundboard. <laughs> yeah, sorry, commentators, you're not needed anymore. <laughs> Yeah, just like the first moonwalk he does, like 30 seconds in, it's like, cut the comms. <laughs> just put on all of hybrid theory. This is DJ X time. <laughs> uh, okay, well, so 2-1, so you know, we, we have Zane. Two people say Zane, one, people's, one, one people, one person who says Mango. Do you want to roll that, that coin? Oh, I'd love to. Roll that coin. <laughs> Do you want to flip it? Google says... Tails. Well, we didn't, I guess we didn't establish who's heads and who's tails. I was thinking tails was Zane. So in my okay. brain, I think we okay. can give it. Oh, okay. Mango's the first option. Yeah. Everyone, <laughs> everyone doesn't believe in God anymore. So whatever. We can move on with our lives. <laughs> I think I think the event... You know what? No matter what happens, uh, we, we've seen some sad sets between Zane and Mango. Uh, there was like that Smash and Splash one. It was like one of the first ones Zane won. And it was just like, oh, Okay. Was that that arrow when it was like Mango would lose and everybody like I guess he's drunk right now. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, but I think like the sets that we've seen recently uh, have been, all been pretty super amazing. bangers. Even the yeah, ones that exactly. Mango doesn't win. <laughs> so no matter what we see, I think it'll be pretty amazing. But yeah, five zero. I can't believe Mango's gonna win five zero. It's insane. Crazy. When um, he does, we'll we'll clip this. We've got a ton more stuff that we obviously is going to be playing, but uh, that's stuff that we will not be able to to divulge at the moment. Can I leak but... something? Come on, leak leak something. It's not what are you going to leak? You're the king here. It's announced. Dude. I came in here. I said I was going to announce two things. The one thing that I will say is that Leffen will be involved in some sort of way. You'll find out how later. So that's a thing. <laughs> I cannot wait. Let's you know. Let's talk about something that Leffen might be involved in. We got LICS four coming up. Um, this is the you know the fourth iteration of the. Uh, I don't. I was going to say the whole title. I don't want to give him the the. You know, Ludwig came up with this thing when he was like not a big streamer. Yeah, Ludwig Argen uh, Ogren Championship Series. Ugh. He's so lucky he made it big. <laughs> if he did this as like a 500 subscriber guy ugh, okay but he made it big and he's giving back to the community and one of the ways he's giving back to the community is doing a $30,001 tournament uh, which is uh, this is the first LACS that we've seen that's open bracket the others have been kind of like qualified invitational events and uh, it's also the biggest online tournament we've seen probably you know <laughs> maybe ever uh, definitely in terms of entrance, this is the biggest online tournament of all time. Mm-hmm. In terms of prestige, you probably have to go back to pre-Summit 11 to find anything that's this big. Um, so what do you guys think? We we are at, we have a 2K entrant tournament in 2022. And I feel like it's kind of gone under the radar in a weird way. Everyone knows that LACS is existing, but everyone is also not really being that... Mm. Um, like no one's really talking about how big it is. We're not. We're not. 
like really in the mindset of we're about to have a 2k person tournament in a week what do you think about that patty it's super interesting i haven't thought of it from the perspective of this is going under the radar um you know obviously i've been heads down in work uh in a completely different aspect of it um but i think it's a fair point to say uh i think it's people just being a little bit jaded about online but I feel like that it, that whole argument is a little bit less relevant when the top players are actually entering this tournament. Like, because I feel like just constantly it's like, all right, cool. I don't want to watch this player win this tournament. I feel like this uh, LACS in particular is a lot less of that. Um, so I think I think what will happen is people will watch the broadcast and be like, oh, the tournament is on, and it'll click in when that moment happens. But I think it, in the build-up to that, it'll just be like, online tournament, all right, cool. It's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to be a thing. I don't really think that online tournaments typically get a lot of hype leading up to them, just like in general. Because um, I feel like you, you get like the content bubble cycle of every like big major. Like people, oh, gearing up for Genesis, you know, let's go. I have to buy my plane ticket, so I'm already thinking about <laughs> it like a month and a half in advance. Um, or I guess a week in advance if you're a smasher and you buy your plane ticket on the last day. Um, me, but you know, I I think that uh, no one's really talking about LACS because people that want to enter LACS can do so like in their boxers in their bedroom, <laughs> and they'll do it once it once it loads up, and then people will have something to watch, and it'll be sick. Um, it's just weird. I feel like we're, we 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 shifted into this weird twilight zone where like the 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 hype events that are like actually real are the ones that are in person, and then like that's not a thing again yeah so we're like it's kind of like adjusting to the, the being online thing again but like it's not like the new novel thing the way that it was the first time that online majors started being a thing so there's like a whole lot of stuff like confounding this particular question but i think it'll be fine once it starts uh once it starts up people will attend and watch and stuff it's a bit of a microcosm for America at large in how um, we probably need to take this more seriously than we are. I, I, I definitely think that uh, before Summit, before Summit 11, the online tournaments, you know, it, it's like I know people specifically did not care about online tournaments and wouldn't watch and then got back into melee through summon 11 and then you know you're onboarded through riptide and stuff like that <laughs> i understand that um but like the, it did matter to an extent because it was all we had so people did care about rollback rumble the big one people did care about um you know lacs two and three like there's they were big events that actually kind of matter oh scl is a huge one people did care about this type of stuff and and then online stuff started coming back and what happens is that if you're a player, you're going to really care about offline more. Um, and if you're a person who puts together a tournament, you're going to have some sort of probably revenue stream. If you run a major, which you won't be getting through a, uh, like online major to the same extent. Um, you know, even though you don't have to pay for a venue, there's like, there, there's all different things to it. But, but like, basically if you are going to be in a position of a large TO, uh, it makes more sense to run a in-person major if you can. So that the talent behind a lot of these things have kind of shifted to in-person stuff. And now we're in like an awkward phase where 
<clears throat> no one cared about online for a while, except for the like the younger generation. But like, if you if you look at like the tournaments that happened, the the gallants and everything, no one was really running tournaments after Summit Eleven came back. You know, Summit Eleven Riptide, all that type of stuff. Uh, not a lot of people were entering stuff, and now we're in the same spot. And people are kind of still in that mindset of just like, okay, well, I'm waiting for all, for, uh, yeah, I'm waiting for like LAN events to come back, but they're not entering the online events like they used to. Uh, that being said, there's people who are going to this. You know, this is yeah, uh, it does have like 2,000 entrants, right? So it has 2,000 entrants. I don't 30K. know what it's going to be after uh, what after DQs, but but like HBox, you know, he's he's in everything. Uh, SFAT's been a pretty good online person. IBW made a whole big thing about like being serious about netplay tournaments because of uh, Omicron. Uh, and then we got people who we got Plup, we have Fiction, we have Axe, Face Stroll. Like these are people who did not take the game seriously online. Uh, so it, it is this kind of weird thing where like I don't believe at the moment Mango signed up. I don't believe at the moment Zane is signed up. And same thing with Leffen. And I don't know if that's going to happen. Uh, regardless, I, I, I'm happy to say that there does seem to be content that will feature those three that will be happening this week. Um, but I think that not having those three players specifically kind of puts a dampen on this. If this were a Mango event, he he tends to legitimize and like canonize tournaments, especially in the True. online era. Uh, he always does this to an extent, but like there's been big tournaments that don't involve Mango that still are huge. But in the online era, if Mango's not there, if Zane's not there, it's like your legitimacy without those two is is, is hard to come by. Um, so I think that's kind of what we're running into here. We have a 2K event, uh, a 2K person event that we know is going to whittle down to like 1,200. <laughs> still a lot. You think it'll like, be down that much? I think that's insane. You think it'll be 800 DQs? I don't think they'll be 800. <laughs> it's free, right? It's free to register? It's free. Yeah, I think I think 40% is fair. Really? Wow. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm being pessimistic. Whatever it is, it'll still be a huge online tournament. And probably still the biggest online tournament. I think there might have... I might be making this one up. In my mind, there's one that had 1,600, but that sounds... That sounds insane. Whatever it is, LACS4 will be one of the biggest online tournaments uh, in terms of just sheer people who play the game. Uh, and, and like, I can't take that away from it, but, like, still, I think they'll have a lot of DQs. But, yeah, Chat, I don't Chat know. It's telling us it's that uh, Zane and Leffen reg today for LACS4. Crazy. So that certainly changes the, uh, the atmosphere. Let's go. We... The whole thing you just said is invalidated. <laughs> Say it again yeah, now. better. But there's no, but there's no mango. That's true. <laughs> true. You saw the point. I think, I think the the whole, the whole thing is it's just hard to replace the experience of what Genesis would have been. Like yeah, we all were sure. like, oh my god, dude! End of January, I'm going to this thing. It's gonna be crazy. And like we all were, had this. Yeah, I was idea really built up, up that we couldn't go. I was like, like when I decided I wasn't where... gonna go, I was like, this is yeah, so exactly bad. yeah. It was yeah. more than a bracket, right? That's the difference here. Yeah, we all either like slowly decided or just like, you know, we're told that you can't go anymore. And then it was just like, oh, shit. And I think that was like that was the issue of like, you know, running Gen- or Genesis, where it's like, how do we build something that is like a celebration of, of Genesis? Because I don't think you can necessarily just, you know, throw a tournament broadcast on and that, and that accomplishes that same job. It's like, how do you, how do you really celebrate this? I think that's the part where it's hard just for LACS to where it's like, this needed to happen like 
dead ass. Thank you, Ludwig. I appreciate it. Like me personally, but obviously everyone in the community. Uh, we needed like a 30k tournament to make it feel like you know melee is still there, um, especially for all the people who literally took off work. It's like yeah. yeah, we're providing entertainment for the people who you know committed their time to these dates. But it'll never be Genesis yeah. Eight. It goes back to what we were saying. That earlier, all said, right? yeah, it's like the the tournament that everyone cares the most about. So yeah. And that part's just hard. Like you can't, you can't just let go of it. But when we when we're sitting at home and we see a cool online broadcast come on, we'll maybe feel a little bit better inside. Yeah, I do think it's something where once it gets going, it'll it'll get a bunch bunch of eyes on it. Um, I mean, hey, what are you gonna do, right? Like people are still obviously going out and stuff, but but I think there's still people who will have time off and will, you know, <laughs> will be cautious about going out to everything uh so maybe they're not like doing a trip on the weekend or something and because of that you're like you're stuck inside your house what are you gonna do put on twitch and then you see this popping off so you might as well uh ludwig you know he's got a huge stream obviously not on twitch anymore but yeah like i think it's one of those things where maybe it's a slow build uh and i want to say i got played dude i refreshed smash gg i literally pulled it up like right before we went live and i refreshed it and now zane and leffin are on Insane timing. Sometimes you get beat. Dude, <laughs> hey, melee's a melee's a game of timing. Real quick, my beef with LACS. Okay, Alston Melee commentated <laughs> LACS two and LACS three. LACS one did not have commentators, but we opened up both those streams, and I can say I don't have a DM from Aiden or Slime <laughs> no. about commentating for LACS four. So all I gotta say is that you know when 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 shit changed and and it became Aiden's job now it just yeah dude we're talking about us being too Hollywood oh dude let's not even get into it I'm just gonna get mad it's, it's I don't know Lud, Lud's out here partying with uh, Ninja or whatever <laughs> yeah no I'm honestly the weird part is like like seeing it be incredibly cringe but you're like also incredibly proud of your friends <laughs> it's like yeah you almost got your face tattooed on another person's body but i'm really proud of you bud slime slime put this on twitter but i did get it beforehand which makes me feel good i got it like three days beforehand that made me feel good um but he uh he sent me a video of uh nico lull the uh okay boomer the- the okay boomer girl i'm so proud of okay boomer woman uh sorry uh he sent me a video of her and i was like she was like playing with a dog and she was like hey aiden i hope you're having a nice night and i was like (laughs) my god what what's happening here that's crazy oh my god that's like (laughs) and i was like why am i getting this (laughs) that's yeah yeah it's uh hey look when 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 you know when Aiden is like, he's giving the medals at, uh, like him and Pokemon are like handing out the Evo medals. <laughs> when that happens, I'll be happy for it. I'll be like standing outside, <laughs> like, <in the laughs> like looking through the window of like Mandalay Bay. <laughs> but I'll be happy. I just wish Wizard Hat Aiden could see him now. Wizard Hat Aiden, <laughs> dude, Aiden. <laughs> There's some old Aidens out there. I uh, I found a, like a high school video project he made about like losing a backpack, <laughs> and I'm sure, dude. If I found that nowadays, put that out there. 
Tons of views, dude. A killer Tons. tweet. And it'd be a one good tweet. Uh, but yeah, I mean, LACS, like, I think it'll be cool. I, I, I think that it kind of answers the questions about online majors, right? Uh, there's definitely discourse. Uh, it's it's hard to not have discourse in the melee scene. It seems like, uh, which is good. It means that we're like we're thriving. If we have discourse, we have a heartbeat. But it's also like really annoying. Uh, <laughs> I but do the think disc- it's been a little bit more annoying than usual lately. Speaking of like, one of the 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 content like discourse gremlins that's always posting about shit, I do think that the topics recently have been particularly insufferable. It's like. I don't know. Does online count? Like, what does what does that even mean, dude? Like, we don't have anything else. That's the game. <laughs> That's what the game is. <laughs> yeah. No, I, it's it's this like talk about. Um, oh, it is annoying. You're right. <laughs> I've. I, it's the same thing that happened with the Aklo Link Young Link thing. Uh, is that like I was so happy that I did not get involved and didn't look at any tweets so i was like i saw some things about the the online discourse but uh, you know it's the idea about like how much you should take online seriously how like if you don't take online seriously it doesn't mean you don't it, i don't know it's a video game bro we have a yeah it's a video game it's a video Do you game think this you is know. fun <laughs> even if it's your job part you're probably most of your job is like being funny man on twitch tv uh, and you can do that while playing, but, uh, but yeah, Bucks, dude, he's great. At it. <laughs> it's, I think, it's, yeah, I think the sick part about discourse in melee is that now tweets about the discourse in melee are almost just as annoying about the discourse in melee because we've just come so full circle to where at the, at the beginning it was like, yeah, oh, shit. I also feel that way. But now it's like, well, no shit, I feel like that. Now you're just making me <laughs> mad for thinking about it. Yeah, it's yeah. there's so many so many layers to it, and you go through it like <laughs> all these emotions. Uh, I don't know. I, I will say, yeah, I, I like that people care about online because if we, the reason why we can still exist to some extent is because of that. Um, I don't think melee dies if we never have online tournaments. But, like, I definitely think a world without Slippy looks completely different. Um, and, be, and then, like, a world without Rollback Rumble or, or Rona Rumble back then. Um, there's, like, the the length that this scene did to, like, make infrastructure for us to be able to, to do this um, has what has kept us, like, being able to have a 2,000-person tournament. And because of that, I think that online is important. But it's also, like... Yeah, dude, you can say that and also not care, right? You can you can say that and say that online does not count as much as offline. Uh, you can say that and not play online. Uh, I think that there's this weird thing that like being in support of online means that people have to play it, but I, I don't know. Some people don't we're, like we're... it. It's fine. That's so yeah. Wally. That guy played like 10 hours in that play total in the last two years. And he came back and was like, yeah, I'm still good at the game. <laughs> I have heard so many things from Wally about he'll he talks to me about his meteoric rise and he's like he's like yeah uh, people don't realize that I actually quit the game for like a year <laughs> he's like so actually my my rise people like think I was playing the entire time but they have to like chop off a year because I quit <laughs> but no there's yeah there's there's a lot of people who like 
still care about the game just like prefer to do it offline um and i think there's merit in that i don't know i i think like how it stems to this conversation is that uh like i don't think we're seeing online mages to this extent without ludwig <laughs> and i don't think it's reliable to think that like all right well you know this this week we have a thirty thousand dollar tournament uh you know i, I assume we'll have another thirty thousand dollar tournament in a month <laughs> uh so our online majors back i guess the, the answer to that question is for one week <laughs> uh and then hopefully yeah, uh, you know hopefully whatever whatever we see in terms of uh covid makes it so that the idea of online majors doesn't really need to be something that we need to talk about in the zeitgeist. Um, I, I've said this before. Online tournaments should continue to exist. Uh, once land comes back, it's a good way of being able to play people from different regions, get experience uh, and get your name out there. Right. If you are like, you know, we all know who Ben is right now. And luckily Ben is in the position where he can like go to a bunch of majors and stuff and prove himself. But like before, online he was just like a 17 year old in minnesota and i don't really think that uh a lot of people are able to like be 17 and in minnesota and and get their name out there to the same extent so uh yeah i i guess i don't know maybe the death of the online major is is not the biggest thing in the world if we have offline majors but the death of the online local is probably what matters more yeah, I think that part at the end's uh, probably the biggest thing. I don't think online majors are dead. I think we'll very realistically come back to them. I think especially if if all of the top melee broadcasters just come to the point where it's like, okay, like we can either host invitationals or online events. I wonder if they'd be if they'd do the online events. Like, I wonder if BTS would would really you know go full force and do an online thing again. Cause I feel like yeah. they're just like, whatever we can just do invitationals. We can still exist in this form. Um, so I feel like obviously they're less incentivized than maybe other top platforms. I don't know. Maybe VGBC is like, all right, you know, similar thing or like, like type deal. But I don't know. I don't think they're, I don't think majors are dead. I think, I think gallant melee is a great example of True. just like continuing, to just do it and just do it right. And just like do it to the point where you have just like, I wouldn't say fans, but just people who support you to the point where it's like, yeah, I'm going to end that tournament every time. It's always great. Um, and maybe the scale is different, right? We can't expect maybe major isn't dead and online majors, you know, maybe they're not dead, but the idea of what we consider an online major might be different. It doesn't I, mean all the top 10 enters, but it might mean 300 entrants, right? Like, yeah, we see, we see a lot of top players who will not go to stuff, but then we still have gallant majors and stuff like that. We still have all these tournaments that come around pretty good entrance and a few top players it's not the same people who you'd see in top eight of genesis but it's own thing so maybe it's like you got to shift perspective i i do think that i do think that a lot of this stops mattering once ranked comes out Um, yeah like i I do think that this is like something looming in the background that is inevitably going to happen is um you know like i think a lot of the the tournaments that are run online are, are they're trying to emulate locals in the sense that they're just a bracket right like and you run into all these issues where like mech is in five of them and gets dq'd from three of them because he wants to play more than like waiting three hours for his next match will allow him to (laughs) um and like i think you know for people that want like you know it's hard to see like the true purpose of uh smaller online tournaments um like relative to 
what people want out of the tournament experience, right? Which is like, you know, practice, grind, perform well or whatever. Um, <clears throat> what I'm really hoping more so is that more tournaments start leaning into like the nice things that you can do online that are not really possible in locals. I thought SEL did a really good job at this where like um, it felt like a format that was possible because it was online and not just mm-hmm. an emulated version of something that would happen offline. Totally. Um, and I think that uh, there's definitely a future for events like that, right? Events which like maybe are feeders for IRL tournaments or something like that. Like there's a whole there's a whole series of possible uses for netplay competition. Um, but uh, I think my 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 one, like you know roundabout answer here of our online majors back or whatever is um. I think that they're not going to be back if they're just online versions of offline majors because like the fun part of the offline major isn't really the tournament. It's like going around and being like, yeah. Oh shit. It's my friend that I never talked to. I've, I didn't know what you looked like because you're, you know, the guy with the, the, the King Crimson avatar. You know what I mean? It's like, um, let's drink six Modellos and go to Denny's. Yeah. That's what the, the, the life bro. God, take me back. Take me back. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, maybe the metaverse gets real popular. And uh, we all go to Genesis in VR and then, like, throw up in the bathroom of the online hotel, which is actually just our bathroom. I have no idea. Dream. Now, I think I, my biggest yeah. qualm with all of the online majors is just the fact that there's, like, there's really not just established brands for hosting majors like there are for the IRL majors. Like Genesis yeah. announced we're all like, yeah, dude, take my money. I'll see you in see you in San Jose when it happens. Like I again, I think Deer's doing a phenomenal job with Gallant, but it's just like the fact that like there's not a ton of recognizable brands that just immediately get you to to do it. And it was just like it was a hot potato for a while, even in the online era, in terms of all right, where are we going now? Like, dude, four loco got the bag at one point and we just we just <laughs> all just forgot what happened and woke up in a, in a daze. So I don't know. I just like, I just think that there's like, nobody's really trying to commit to it. Cause everyone's like, dude, running an online tournament sucks. I don't want to do it, man. Fuck. And then they're just like molding until we can see each other face to face again. Yeah. Yeah. It's a combination of a lot of things there. It's not as rewarding in a, in a bunch of different senses to run uh, an online major as opposed to an offline major. Uh, some tournaments are like too big to run an online major. Like I literally don't know. We, we saw Genesis. Uh, we saw uh, the Big House online get canceled. Try to do it. Uh, I assume work. that. Uh, like I have no information that would that would give me. You know, I I'm not leaking anything. But in my in my mind as a spectator, I would imagine that other tournaments that are the size of Genesis are a big, big house would be probably not allowed to do the same thing. Um, and and also. <laughs> Running an online tournament is a similar skill set to running an offline one, but it's not the same thing. And I just like don't think that that people who've been running like paper brackets for years would want to like learn how to run an online tournament. There's no reason to like put time into that and learn the new skill if the new skill is running an online tournament. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think that Ambi, we've talked about this for almost a year now. We debuted Waiting for Game to coincide with SCL Season 2, and even back then we agreed SCL is this amazing thing because it is understanding that it is not something you can do in person. It is, is a mix of stakes and like just creativity 
that gives it that. And yeah, I agree. If you like, if tournaments were to exist, that it's like, uh, even if it's something similar, like uh, the the nightclub did the online thing where if you like won, you got a ticket to, or you got like a flight to New York for uh, the function. You know, obviously not every online TO can swing that, but having some sort of stake, something like that. Yeah, I think that's all that matters. Um, so yeah, our online majors back. I think we're all kind of agreeing on no for different reasons, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm interested to see. Uh, but speaking of online tournaments, we we do have one that at least is alive and well. Um, let's talk about someone who just signed up for this. Let's talk about Leffen. What do we think about Leffen currently? Uh, pretty quickly, just like you know, we can go around. He is someone who last time he was in America was for Summit 11 or Summit 12. Um, disappointing by his standards, but probably by most standards was pretty damn good. Unfortunately, he got reverse 3-0'd by Wizzy, by uh, IBW, and by Mango. I believe he got fifth place at the tournament. Uh, and yeah, like, what, what do you think about him in this pool? We don't have Mango here, it seems, but we have basically... Every other kind of heavy hitter, we've got Plup, Hbox, um, IBW, and then of course Zane is here. How do you think Leffen fares in this field? And, and I guess like in a 2022 that sees him a 10 four. What do you think Leffen looks like? Ambi, you got any thoughts? Um, I think he's gonna be good. I think he's good. I think. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of I try to understand Leffen's headspace when he like sad posts about Europe all the time on Twitter, and. Uh, I, I do think that to some extent it's kind of imagined on his on his part, mm-hmm. um, because I'm sure like to him it feels like everyone in Europe sucks, and that he's not getting any good practice and he won't be able to like compete at the highest levels because everyone in Europe is so bad compared to him. Um, but he complains about this constantly, and I know it's very frustrating for the other European players. Um, but like, man, like the people that he's like beating up all the time, are like they're pretty fucking good now. You know, like, Triff is obviously still quite good. Yeah. Like, Pip is, like, beating the shit out of people. Um, Kristen is the best player in the world. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, I, I really think that, like, um, you know, Levin came to the States, like, rusty by his own standards. And he, he like, just won all the sets he was supposed to win and then got, like, super... Um... Oh, we lost Patty. Okay, well, hopefully he'll come back. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, you're right. It is it is by his own standards, right? That's the thing that has been kind of going on with Leffen for the past few years. He is a cable. He's a player capable of being number one in the world, yeah. and and I I think that like he's one of the very few who can say that. And because of that, he tends to uh, measure himself by that, and it's hard to to like compete. Yeah, um, I, I think that like he'll just spend some time in the states. He'll get some like practice with people the level that he wants to get practice with, and I think he'll do fine, right? Like it, it would be difficult for me to like imagine that uh, that Leffen just bombs and like loses yeah. to Whiskers or something like that. I don't know. I didn't really think that before. I really thought Leffen was going to get third at that tournament. He got fifth, which is like not too far off, especially given the way the sets went. Um, I know, like, I've been reverse 3 would It's, like, the worst feeling of all time. Especially, like, the way that he lost that Mango set. That was yeah. fucking terrible. Um, but, like, you know, getting reverse 3 would means you're up 2-0. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, like, uh, there were all these sets that he played where he went up 2-0 against, like, the actual best players in the whole world. 
and, and honestly, we talked about it. I, I don't want to like put words in his mouth, and and I am not in a position that he is in. But I also think that the fact that they were all reverse three O's that that's hard. If they're all game yeah. five, that's very different. Not a reverse right? three like, oh, I can't close out sets yeah. against good players anymore, or whatever. Right? But like, it's definitely psychologically damaging. And like, I understood that he was so upset at the end of that tournament, even though like by most people's estimates, he performed quite well. Um. But to me, I was like, yeah, Leffen, Leffen still got it, man. Like, look at those sets. The way that he lost those sets was so not because he was a bad player or because he was too rusty or whatever. He just got super, super unfortunate reverse 3 0 um, And if that's what we see, if that's the Leffen we see, that's still really good. Yeah. And if that's Leffen, if that's 80% of the Leffen that we end up seeing, yeah, yeah, like, that's, that's a good sign. Um, obviously, we don't know what entrants are going to uh, drop in in between now and the end of registration. Uh, but I believe this is the last day of registration. So we, we should be pretty close to knowing who's here. Um, basically, you know, everybody but Mango, it seems at the moment. So take that as you will. If you had to, to give him a placing, what do you think he gets here? Um, yeah, I think he'll get second. He might get third, but I think he'll get second. Yeah. Um, He's hanging out with Zane, right? If I remember right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, then I think he'll get second. Um, I think it... Uh, I'm, I'm willing to be wrong here. I was wrong about Leffen at Summit, because I also thought <laughs> he was going to be good there. Um, second to Zane, right? Yes, that's that's okay. my thought. Um, I do think that he's going to end up going Sheik. I can't imagine him going Fox. That'd be kind of weird, I think. It'd be really yeah. funny if you did. It would be, be a good bit. It'd be a good bit to do Sheik for like two whole years and then the first set they play. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I don't know. I I think that uh, Leffen's dominance over Europe is like a lot more impressive than it looks. Um, I think that uh, he performed quite well at Summit. He's going to be playing a lot with a player that's very, very good. So I think he'll de-rust relatively quickly. I think it'll be fine. I think he'll do well. Yeah, um, I'd give him second or third as well. I think that's a really fair thing. Uh, I guess if we're being like fun, third is the like the more creative, like fictional world that you can create where he like loses really close to Zane and then he's just like heartbroken and loses to Cody and losers finals or whatever. Uh, yeah, I mean, he yeah. definitely conceivably lose to Cody. Like, I don't want to count him out or anything. No, um, I, 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 and like I think there's a lot of people here who could beat him, but I would say right now, looking at this, I would probably favor him over Hbox. I'd favor him over Plop. Like I think there's a lot of people. Yeah, so I'll say second or third. I don't know if you disagree, Patty. If you want to be the cool guy and say he wins the whole thing, <laughs> I do not think he wins the whole thing. I think there. I, I think it's been enough time, or been not enough time for him to really feel like incredibly rusty. But I do think there's a world where he just treats this like the uh, that one big house where he just like all of a sudden got approval to come back to America. He just showed up and played Falco and like lost a guy. Yeah, I think there's totally like has he ever played online in high pressure scenarios? Literally ever. Like he's you know what I mean. Like this has been a thing yeah. where like pretty much every top player has battled and dealt with. We saw everyone think that Hungry Box was was maybe top twenty. I don't know about this anymore, guys. <laughs> Um, so I don't know. I think it's real. I think, I think the difference of playing online in a high pressure scenario and not having all those like, you know, cues that you go to when you're in person, 
uh, and be able to win the tournament. I think it's real, and I think there's totally a world where where dude just like doesn't really want to want to play that much in in this in that scenario, and then just like you know turns. Because um, I don't know, I think I think maybe a couple of players suddenly get a left and win, but I also think there's a world where he's just like, you know, he's he's at Zane's house. He's like sort of like in go mode. He's in this like he literally came to the U.S. for a tournament. Like I know it's an online tournament. But yeah, like yeah. out of anyone, he had the tournament like experience more than anyone. Mm-hmm. Like so, I don't know. I think that I think that's that's something to note. So I don't know. I I think I think I would love to see him win, dude. That'd be so yeah. funny That'd if Levin wins the tournament. But I just I don't I don't think it's necessarily the the real thing that's gonna happen. It would be very funny to me if Leffen won the tournament. Mango didn't register for the tournament, and then Leffen started calling himself the world champion. I would love it. Yeah. That'd be amazing. He hates how badly that happens in the States. So it would be super funny for him to win without the current, like, arguable number one there and to be like, I'm the best player in the world. No one can beat me. That'd be awesome. I'm just glad that Leffen's here. Like, we are are kind of not – I think the community is very gracious towards uh, Ludwig for hosting this event, but we're just like – a little it seems a little commonplace and i don't think we are stepping back and realizing that we have a thirty thousand dollar online tournament that's just happening and he flew out left and Levin's in america yeah. um so i want to like say that that's insane uh, and you know uh it's, cr- it's just like crazy that we are seeing this and uh yeah no i, I think that we all agree that Levin maybe not there he's not He's not 100% there yet, but even his 90% or whatever we end up seeing still ends up being pretty good. And, and whatever we see from him in 2022, I think, uh, like, I don't know. I, I don't think there's a reason to definitively say that he's not going to win a tournament in 2022 if he gets to go to a lot of stuff. Um, Patty, we got some questions for you from, from Patreon. We don't have a ton, but we can go through a little bit of it. Uh, Mikey Tabletop, I'm not sure if you're familiar, Patreon, patron of ours. So uh, you were, I believe, on the Mikey tab- Tabletop podcast rankings of 2021. I believe Alston Melee was one slot underneath waiting for game. Uh, so the question is, what are your plans for 2022 to uh, to have the Alston Melee podcast above waiting for game and the annual Mikey Pod rankings? Uh, so we're not doing a lot right now to, to necessarily <laughs> conquer you on that. And we're doing a lot on the back end that you don't see. That's um, hype. But yeah, this is, uh, this is the first podcast I've been on. I think it's four months, which is crazy. We did it all, uh, all spent the podcast every single week. Um, but we're kind of trying to do this wild upgrade stuff and it's just, everything's just taking longer than we thought it would, you know, turns out like we're just dumb dude we're just dumb <laughs> we got a computer built and we're like how do you turn it on and it's been like a week of me and ryan just being like dude i don't know how to turn it on and uh so that's a fun aspect and then we like bring in people who are smarter and they're like yeah i don't know how to turn it on either and we're like shit <laughs> all right Amby, get but, up there. i mean there's also parts where it's like uh you know we're trying to have uh multiple cameras to, to cut to for stuff like that oh, so yeah. what i'll say is that uh is that the upgraded podcast set whenever it happens it's gonna be a beautiful one you just want to be baby yard <laughs> hey yard, i want to do that junior i i we literally bought three cameras before that fucking podcast existed <laughs> so don't give me that all right you're the it's just taking forever to get everything working yeah exactly yeah. 
You're insane. Uh, that's sick. I, I can't wait for that to happen. Uh, I, I will say, in terms of the other questions we have, I usually make fun of our patrons for not having good enough questions. This one's on me. I kind of forgot to ask if they had any questions. I asked them today, so we only really have uh, one more. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna dignify the "What's your favorite age box?" pop off uh, that we get asked every week. I'm not gonna dignify that with a response. So I will go to Ptas, who asks, uh, "What's your starting word on Wordle?" I don't know what that game is. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good answer. I, I really don't it, understand what it is. I played it like twice in a row. Because I played it at like eleven fifty five, and then I finished it, and there's a new one. I was like, "Oh, sick!" And then I was like, "Okay, let me play another." Because I got them both like pretty quick. Well, I don't know, not quickly. I'm not like, good at this, but I like. I thought it was cool. I thought it was fun. I got them both, and I was like, "Okay, where's my third one?" And it was like, "Yeah, twenty three hours and fifty five minutes." And I was like, "Okay, <laughs> I'm done." <laughs> so I I think that's good. Uh, Andy, you you're a smart guy. Do you do you partake? I do Wordle. Yes. What's your starting word? I uh, do tears. T-A-R-E-S. Oh, okay. Or tears. Yeah. I think tears <laughs> would be spelled differently, but it would be the same letters, so that one would work as well. Oh, um, you're t- oh, t- T-A-R-E-S. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no. I like Wordle. It's a... I definitely think it's weird to me that it's so popular, though. But... Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, man. Hey, Flappy Bird was popular too. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what this means. <laughs> remember when they were selling phones with Flappy Bird on it? Yeah, I do remember that, dude. That was dude. Hilarious. I've got a, uh, I've got my Movie Pass app still on my phone, and I refuse to get rid of it. <laughs> oh, Seal Seal has a good question. Uh, he wants to know if you have any thoughts on doing a second Austin Melee Bender, which I think is a super cool question. Because that, that was one of my favorite events last year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> once they so turn I on the like computer. I, I, yeah, exactly. Once we get the computer running now. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, I, I I just bitched earlier about how, you know, online <laughs> tournaments don't have static branding and uh, may have run a one-off major that contributes to that whole hot potato thing. Um, but, yeah, I, like, I... Really, really want to do Awesome Melee Bender too. Uh, I'm not gonna lie to you, and it's like gonna happen eventually. I couldn't tell you when it's gonna happen, um, but the amount, like we've we've kind of done budgeting for it, sort of figure out like how much the the thing costs, um, and it's like it's like around the same price. Like we paid we the Awesome Melee Bender one costed around. Uh, I think it was like 8k total and like we we raised that through different avenues to be like confident and there's a whole part of it to where it's like we run the event like in the mindset of we want to pay as many people as possible to the best rate as possible which turns out kind of sets you up a little hard for the next one that you do because you're like oh yeah remember that thing that we committed to we gotta we gotta continue to do that that long-winded statement aside uh yeah I really want to do it and uh, I have literally storyboarded out the announcement trailer. So Hell yeah. I don't know oh, when yeah. it's going to happen, but it will happen. That's amazing news. This this also melee renaissance that is bubbling under when it finally comes up will be amazing. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to it. And hey, you know, we were on the melee stat or with the, the melee stats crew is on the Austin Melee Bender number one. So 
Yeah. If, if you're looking for number two, um, Patty, you've been a, been a great guest before you go. We got one more thing for you. Uh, we, we have a, a segment that someone who is not on this podcast currently, uh, objects to the, the name. Uh, so it's unofficially named touching grass, but it's officially unnamed. Um, <clears throat> basically the idea behind this is that we talk about melee so much and it's easy to like look at people who talk about melee all the time and think that they only care about melee but yeah we tend to be multifaceted human beings who care about a lot of different things so we're going to go around we're going to talk about something that's been going on with our lives recently something that's been like something uh that we've been caring about something that we've been interested in you know maybe like a recent hobby or a recent like you know something that we've been binging so I'll go first so you guys can have some time to think. Uh, recently, I watched Scream 1 and Scream 2, and I thought they were fine. <laughs> I don't know why I was inclined to watch uh, the first one, but I did feel inclined to watch the second one. And then after that, I was like, I think I'm out. So those were fine. I think, like, in terms of... Because <laughs> I saw, like, red reviews after them, too, because I was like, okay, well, like, was I wrong to think those were Okay. <laughs> Um, so I, I definitely devoted a decent number of time to that, a decent amount of time to that, um, over the past two weeks since we last had our podcast episode. But the thing that I <laughs> devoted the most time to that was outside of Melee was watching the Philadelphia 76ers. I know I used this as a thing before. Uh, I, Joel Embiid is amazing. In the month of January, he, uh, he's averaging 34 and a half points. And like 10 rebounds, which is uh, incredible. He's leading the league in January in points scored uh, in terms of averages. And 16 of the past 18 games, he scored 30 plus points. So I have been bullying in the uh, Manly Stats Discord with Fendrick Lamar, also a Sixers lover, uh, and also chatting in the DMs with basketball lovers Sam Ding, and uh, formerly known as Ding's Master. And uh, what, what else is. Uh, Oh, Jim Jam Flim Flam. So I, I have been having a lot of fun time talking about basketball uh, to the point where I watched a pretty middling uh, NBA game instead of what was called almost unanimously the best weekend in NFL history. <laughs> so that's what's been going on with me recently. I hate to be a sporto a couple times in in a few weeks, but uh, I mean, legitimately, that's been, been going off me. Amby, we have not seen you in a long time, so I know there's a lot that's going on, but what uh, There is what nothing would you going on. <laughs> okay. I was, I was struggling with this one. I'm like, yeah, I'm moving all of my objects from one location to another location. Um, I was going to <laughs> say something? I watched this video recently called My 100 Favorite Dance Game Videos by a YouTuber called SPV Laboratories. It's crazy. And uh, <laughs> it's like three hours long. Nice. And uh, it's like a, it's like a, how do I, how do I fucking describe this video? It's a masterpiece, dude. It's like if Austin <laughs> Melee and Melee Stats were one YouTuber and your lists went to 100 instead of 10. <laughs> um, it was the most insane shit I ever watched. Uh, it was like three hours. I was just glued to the screen the entire time. <laughs> just like these people like playing DDR and like screaming their lungs out and shit. And uh, I thought it was awesome. If you have any interest in like DDR or whatever, that's a very fun watch. You don't really need to know that much about it just to see like, you know, a bunch of weird people stepping on arrows all the time. Um, that was a great video though. That's a, that's <laughs> what I'm running with. That's a cool video. Patty, what's been going on with you? Sounds like a banger. It is a banger. 
Listen, you brought on you brought on Alston Melee. You will get Alston Melee. <laughs> uh, the thing I've been doing recently is uh, I've been smoking weed, which is crazy. <laughs> nice. Uh, I didn't do that for a long time. Well, not a long time. Long time to me, but a while. Like I was like, no, I don't want this anymore. And it was like uh, it was like cool thing for me to be like, I don't need that. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, but just recently, I've been like, wait, this is cool again. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's wrapped back so yeah, around to be know. cool or like exactly theory. yeah yeah well i just just used to get incredibly anxious and it's like oh this is what everyone talks about when they're like yeah i don't like that um so it's cool to be on both sides um but yeah i don't know that that's what's been happening that's the life update from patty to be completely honest hell that's yeah <laughs> also it's also legal in massachusetts right yeah I think the uh... I'm not breaking laws. I have to go to a weird dispensary, dude. It's fucking <laughs> why am I in iPad hell? <laughs> the way that it it tends to be for me, who has never been uh, that big of a partaker in it, but not opposed, is just like convenience. <laughs> yeah. And it's like it's illegal here, and it's just like not worth my time. <laughs> I don't really feel yeah, like yeah. going through the channels. Uh, but then when we're you know like Genesis or something, it's like. Hey, why not? I'm just walking past something. <laughs> I will give a, an amount of money that I'm not sure if it's correct for. <laughs> it's like it's all like made up numbers. Like the dollar amount, I don't know if that's right. The the like number of milligrams, I'm like sure, <laughs> whatever. Uh, and then in return, I too. I get something that's like Skittles with a Y or something. <laughs> something something that's probably illegal branding. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's fun. I was in DC with with some friends the other. Uh, God, I really said, I was about to say the other day. This was in November. Yeah, that was. Um, I remember you like you didn't visit me even though you drove past my house. I was so mad at you. <laughs> I saw Fendi. Does that count? No. <laughs> that made me more mad. I was like, dude, we... we're the same color in the Melee Stats podcast Discord. We have the green name. You visited the wrong. <laughs> The wrong name color. I don't think the there we had a night in DC. I don't think we had a night in Maryland. Everything was in Virginia mostly, but it, but in DC, uh, Maryland was just like driving through it for the most part. In DC, um, it's it's uh, decriminalized. I, I believe is the the current yeah, stance on it, and, and uh, so you can uh, you can't buy it. Or at least, you know, that that's not how it really works. Uh, so my friend went to a, a like a store, a storefront, uh, and it had a bunch of like t-shirts and jeans and stuff like that. And the guy was like, all right, so are you looking to purchase uh, clothing or MP3s? <laughs> and the guy's like, yeah, we've got our MP3s in the back. If you want to get our list of MP3s, it comes with a free gift. Um, so like, I'll get you some MP3s if you want any. Because <laughs> uh, I believe you're able to, like, not sell it, but you can sell something, and then it comes free. <laughs> so that was amazing to have a guy go, like, we store our MP3 files in the back. Do you want me to get you some? <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that's insane. This is That might be one of my favorite touching grass moments. Hey, yeah, doing a pretty, little more than touching name, grass. Right? I uh, did my job here. <laughs> You sure did. You, you, uh, the brand of Alston Melee is not tarnished. That's all you can ask for. 
Well, Patty, you're doing a lot for the brand of Alston Melee, but you're, of course, doing a lot for the brand of Genesis. Your work on Genesis, I was happy to talk to you about it, and uh, I don't think I got a chance to tell you. Happy to work with you on this. So Yeah, it's been super cool to, to work directly like this. It's just with for a bunch sure. of people. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, you're incredibly talented. That's crazy. But yeah, if you want to support Genesis, yeah. you, uh, you can go to smash.gg slash Genesis, and you will see both the donation avenues there. You can pick up merchandise from smash.gg slash g8 slash shop, like the lovely hoodie I'm currently wearing. It's a cool design on the back. Uh, as well as donate to the directors via PayPal. And uh, yeah, all of those donation avenues go directly towards Genesis TOs themselves. Um, so if we got that all figured out and, uh, just really, just really proud of everyone who's worked directly in this, whether it be a small part or heading a team, like it's just, everyone's just killed it on all ends. And, uh, it, it just makes the inevitable stress that possibly could exist be immediately alleviated when the most talented person in the world is working on that aspect. Uh, so that's really cool. And I love everything about working for this thing. If people want to find you and Austin Melee online, where can they do so? At Austin Melee. Try and find me. You can't. I bet you can't. <laughs> I think we have your Twitter on the screen. No, we, we yep, can't. you can't we find me. forgot to put it in there. I yes, definitely... we thank you. I oh appreciate my God. it. I, I definitely did it. It's like in... Uh... I don't know what to say, man. At Austin Melee. At Austin Melee. I typed it in. I remember doing this. Whatever. Whatever. Okay. Uh, yes. Alston Melee. Anywhere. Just type it into anything. V. What's what's the the Russian one? VM VK or something like that. Just type Alston Melee. See what happens. Follow that. Uh, <laughs> Might be like a spam bot or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know go if to Al- runs that account. Go to AliExpress. Buy whatever is from the Alston Melee AliExpress. Uh, yeah. Just do whatever. Um, Oh, if you want to follow the uh, us on Melee Stats, you can do so at Melee Stats Pod on Twitter. It's where we're going to post, uh, you know, tweets such as daily reporting. We're going to post links to articles that we put on MeleeStats.co, such as Monday Morning Marth and Wednesday's Melee. If you like what you're watching here, you can watch uh, live on twitch.tv slash Melee Stats and VODs over the Melee Stats archive on YouTube. While you're over at YouTube, you can check out our Melee Stats main channel. It's going to have our long-form content and video essays. And if you just love what we do in general and want to support us, you can do so at patreon.com slash stats. Patty, amazing guest. Thank you for being here. Uh, this is an incredibly busy time, I understand, so I really do appreciate you coming on. And uh, I appreciate everyone who... Uh, hey, you know what? Ambie, I appreciate you as well. You've not been on in a while. Fun little addition. And uh, it's, it's going to be good to be able to see you on the show more. And I appreciate everyone who uh, tuned in. Definitely catch Genesis this coming weekend at Catch LACS4. And uh, hope to speak to you next week. We can kind of recap what we saw at Genesis. And hopefully we've got a lot to talk about. Because I think LACS4, I know we <laughs> we had a lot to say about it. I think the results are going to end up pretty cool. So I'm excited to be able to talk to that ne- about that next week. All right, guys. Thanks for watching. Peace. Peace out. <laughs>